unfortunately, I couldn't get anybody interesting to come to today's show, so I got two Ryan Reynolds knockoffs here. <laughs> Just a schmuck. That's a compliment for me, I think. For real, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even close to that good looking. No, I'm not. <laughs> he, he's, he's closer. Closer. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is definitely. It's funny because Lane, you're younger, but I feel like you are what Mike will look like in 30 years. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Age gracefully, I guess. Or harshly. Yeah, I mean, like a cheap wine. However you wanna, however you wanna do it. So, Lane, you were (laughs) you were you were asking questions about about drug delivery. Oh, so I was reading something right before we started the show where um, you the show. Welcome to uh, that UPS and CVS. They're starting drone prescription deliveries only in Florida this May. And I immediately thought of or asked myself the question, I wonder if they're going to be delivering controlled substances this way. Because this is Florida we're talking, right? I mean, right. like people, we, we have reports of people shooting down drones all the fucking time for no reason. But if Just because pe- there's a drone flying over your house. But if there's a chance that those drones can carry fucking Quaaludes. drugs. <laughs> well, Quaaludes aren't cr- anymore. But, but yeah, like Xanax or Adderall or something like that. Yeah. Like, you would just catch every drone that came by, wouldn't of you? Of course. Like, and so I, I have to imagine that they're limiting it to, I don't know what that, I need to look a little bit more into that, but I just had brought it up and thought it Only was. Only your nudie mags will so be do delivered. You, do you think that that disconnect will go the other way though? Because what you're saying is since it's a drone and someone can shoot the drone mm-hmm. and that's not as bad as shooting the ups man. Shoot like it, that it happens the, the ups man oh so like more you're more you're more likely more people are more likely to shoot a drone than they are a delivery man I think so yeah okay all right well, because yeah. of I, the, I think that's my, pretty easy to, concern, not, yeah. not a difficult right so what make. I'm saying is though what I'm saying is though at what point do they just start coming down really hard on the people that are taking out the drones so that, that becomes less is less obvious and then at what point does that then extend to people who try and get into the drone game themselves i mean i'd imagine there's people already delivering oh, drugs sure. via drones right definitely but maybe this maybe opens in new it york, up i could see that in new york like rooftop like yo i'm gonna I'm meet you at the top of your building like 15 minutes like because you can go up to the very top uh, right? sometimes not all the time my buildings all had big alarms on the doors to get to the roof that's too bad yeah Man, every, every Thanks, Osama bin Laden. Every representation right? of like New York apartment complex. No, that's like fancy. Like, like if you get an apartment with a rooftop, you got a fancy apartment. Even if it's just one of those like shitty rooftops. Even that. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Public shitty, access shitty rooftops, rooftops don't exist nothing. unless they're closed <laughs> off to people. <laughs> so we don't think that drug dealers will get because then what my, if my concern is more with Floridians. It, with with them taking, Floridians taking the drugs. Yes. No other people. No, no other people. Well, it's only in Florida. <laughs> and I mean, like, Florida, obviously, we have certain connotations about our behaviors and such, right? Like, Which is no different than any other state. It's just because of the sunshine laws. But yes, continue. Yeah. The sunshine laws. <laughs> what is that? You didn't know about those? <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get bamboozled. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. The sunshine laws were something that was enacted a while back to allow... Um, reporters access to police reports that other states didn't have. And so see. that made it very easy for reporters to report stories in Florida on crazy things that have happened. That sounds real. So all of those things are <laughs> happening everywhere. We just get to report on them before I love that. a certain amount of time. That's and then, of great. course, now with the way that, you know, algorithms work, of course, you're going to get way more clicks if you can do a Florida man story exactly. like that. It's turned into this thing. But in actuality, these horrible people are in every state. Well, all I was <laughs> referencing was a stereotype anyway. So I mean, I if you think we're worse than Alabama, 
or Missouri, yeah, I mean, Mississippi. I, I don't know if Alabama has quite the volume that we do, or access to certain stupidity substances. Oh, well, I mean, or access to the internet for that matter. Sure, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they're probably still running water. I mean, you can't places, you can't yeah. run drugs if you have to pump the well. You know, like yeah. come on. Yeah, I mean, where the heck are you gonna get coca or something? Speaking else, of know? shooting the delivery guy, okay, mm -hmm. I delivered something today. For what? You DoorDash guy now? <sighs> it's a gig economy lane. <laughs> some you're like I, some I don't think anybody's aware. <laughs> but this is a momentous week. We reached episode 47. Yeah. You said? Yeah. This is episode 47. Yeah. It's also Ben's birthday week. Whoa. It? What? Wait, was it last week? Oh no, this no. opened up. When's your birthday? The 30th of April, oh, 1989. All right, so there's a pool of mustard sauce Three at the bottom days. of this bag. Oh, is that barbecue? However, somebody got his beef ribs. <laughs> I'm not going to eat this on camera. Is this a birthday present? Happy birthday, baby boy. Well, it's funny because a pool of mustard sauce if we sing he happy birthday, will this me, get pulled? Why would it? Because it's copyright or yeah. something? I mean, Michael we Jackson post died. all we post all sorts of stuff. And a bang to top it off, wow. son. Oh, hey, bang me, <laughs> bang in the mouth. All right, peach mango, exciting. Yeah, so I know that the the show's gonna last an hour or whatever, so it might get a little cold, but. Well, I'm gonna look at it. I just I got Dude, mustard sauce. They on me couldn't when I just even look. close the clamshell. <laughs> I thing. know they're huge. These things Where are gigantic. From? Oh, from the only place. The only place to, to get, barbecue. get barbecue around. Well, here. you know, I say that Jimmy there's Bridge? actually yes, yes there's a ton of really great barbecue places around here now. Like it's starting to really tick up. There's Jimmy Bears. There's what's the grandma one? There's some grandma themed one. Then there's the one in downtown Kissimmee that's really really Jimmy great. John's. It's not good. Jimmy John's. Not Jimmy John's. John Bears. It's something very mm. similar. you're talking about. Rockin' John's. Jimmy John's. Yeah. Free John's smells, barbecue. bro. It's got that Free smells. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've that, never been there. Go for breakfast, go for lunch, go for dinner, and thank me later. It is I, delicious. I They've been around of, almost as long as Jimmy Bears mm -hmm. has. Well, I imagine a bunch of old guys like trying to get to talk to me. Like, well, you know. First of all, if the person making your barbecue doesn't hold an awkward conversation with you with direct eye contact for 10 minutes, the barbecue's not going to be worth anything. All right, Lane? Wait, they cook it right there in front of you? Because Jimmy Bears... They no, like... they don't cook it right there in front of you. My point is, if someone's awkward <laughs> and old, they probably make good barbecue. I see, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally valid. I mean, the lady at Jimmy John's or Jimmy Bears. <laughs> Jimmy John's I can't again. get on Jimmy John's. The lady at Jimmy Bears is Does anybody like awkward. Jimmy John's? Does anyone Fuck out there no. like Jimmy... They're no. awful. Disgusting. They're awful. No dice. Like free Disgusting. smells. I hate the people that work there. I hate the ingredients that they use. It's all the stuff I have in my fridge at home. I'm like, this is stupid. What are you laughing yeah. about? I uh, just started reading an article. I'm looking. I'm just like <laughs> scanning Reddit. Uh, there's, I, I, I saw Vallejo, and there's a paint brand I use, and that's why I clicked on it. But there's a city in California apparently called Vallejo, and so one of their city representatives during an online meeting through their cat and apparently like the whole city called for her to resign so she just resigned good <laughs> i just thought it was what do you funny. mean she threw her cat is this a animal euphemism? abuse is not a joke she says she says oh, oh it's a man i'm sorry the man goes i'd like to introduce my cat and then he just goes <laughs> just like throws him off camera like that's really funny actually um cats so can land on their feet it doesn't matter. But it shouldn't do it. It's, ca it's California too. You don't it's toss California. your cats off the couch. 
Well, the way he did it was like he literally like kind Overhead. of tur- turns his head and this just is really like, good, Mike. He's very just like like throws it off to the side. Well, I'll have to repost that later. Find it. Um, is this the flavor you like? I couldn't remember. No, I haven't had this one before. It's no? really good though. Ben, do you have any um, birthday plans this week? Anything going on? Yeah, just quarantine. You know, mm, hanging it's out. A good time to turn another year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got any I'm, special projects in the work or anything like nope, that? Nope, no special projects, nothing exciting, nothing cool, nothing, nothing. Do y'all feel like nothing. this quarantine thing is starting to wind down? Yeah. Well, I mean... It seems to be like the, a common common feeling going on right now. I def- yeah. I mean, I, I definitely have been like hanging out with a few more people within the last... I mean, when I say a few more people, I mean like, you know, my two other close friend group circles. You stopped hanging out with people? For a few weeks, for like two weeks. Well, remember he you had did it. Get coronavirus, <laughs> so. Well, I I was sick, but then I also. Stayed. Speaking of, you need to get tested for antibodies. I don't know if anybody's told you this, but you'd make like four hundred bucks a pop donating plasma if you have antibodies. Really? He's like, bro, I donated all the plasma I had when I was in Idaho. <laughs> well, I donated when I first came back here too, before I had a yeah. good job. Also, right now they're offering like six hundred bucks for your first month, which is pretty good. Well, I mean, I already I'm registered at both of them already. Um, oh, true, true. <laughs> He's tapped out, Mike. But I might have He's to. He's tapped I might, out. I might, Dang it! I don't get that referral. $100. Yeah, that's I, the I might, that's I the might, real do trick. You donate, do you need donate plasma? I started again last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was twice a week for six years, fr- and I was out in Utah, it's man. Frustrating, man. It was the only way I survived. Why? Why is it? Why is it frustrating? Let, you know, uh, let 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 the listeners in on what goes on at these places, because guys. The, the money, okay. <laughs> the money is just barely worth it. Just like, barely. It's just it's. Like just enough, and they do a good job of hooking you. It's like twenty bucks the first time you visit that week, but then it's like fifty bucks the second time. You have to do it. Oh, so there's a multiplier. Yes, you have to do it twice. Well, you also have to give your body time to recuperate the plasma, so you have to wait. Is that why you're at two different places so you can? No, well, no, it's 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 because they're internet they're national franchises, and so when I was living in Idaho, I was at one place and when I moved to Utah. (laughs) You sitting there donating plasma, like call this number for franchisee options. (laughs) You know, get your own plasma donation center. Get your own human blood farm, dude. It's better than blood. Tell you that right now, blood is a racket. I will it donate really plasma is. any oh. day. Blood I won't donate. Yes. Why? Because they make so much money off your plasma at the blood donation centers. And they don't give you anything Stupid's for it. Stupid's amount of money. Like and plasma, they at least throw you like a decent right. chunk. And, and 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 to to their credit, to their credit, right? Like when you first sign up, they give you a a bunch of money. It's like eighty bucks per donation yep. for like five hundred dollars or something like that, right? And then uh, after time, you know, they, they want you to come back because they do need you. And so uh, <laughs> they do. I mean, people's lives are literally depending on you. Uh, oh, right. They, they, you, you drank the Kool-Aid. People's <laughs> lives are literally depending on me. I have to go back. No, I mean, it's a racket, but I have to go no, back. People no, are blood is a racket. We're talking about blood. Oh, is a racket. Okay, 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 plasma. Okay, okay. Blood gives you cookie and a ticket to the movies. Plasma, plasma. they'll have snacks and then they'll like <laughs> the every, spread's much every, nicer. every sixth donation. Cheese cubes and crackers. And every sixth donation of the month they'll usually throw you an extra hundred dollars mm-hmm. like they're, is there they're is there a punch ticket involved with this is it like a frequent flyer miles no, so it used to be they would hand you cash on the way out oh i never got, I but now out. they've given you a debit card mm-hmm. oh they're smart you can people still, like lane you can, <laughs> you can withdraw cash from yeah. oh yeah you can send it right to your account i got it you can just withdraw i, I figured that out <laughs> i'm waiting on my drone bro <laughs> gonna drop off some xanax um, no it's good man because you can like have that as like your your certain specific 
investment fund if you wanted and, and to, to, right? Like it could be my all my plasma is going to go straight towards. So when people say you all know, my plasmas for pot, all my plasmas for moving to California, whatever it is. <laughs> That's what it was when I was yeah. in the West. I only donated plasma so I could smoke weed. Yeah, it's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, and it made his plasma extra special. And they don't even test for that. So. What Dude, do I, they test although for? Although you can't go high because your blood pressure will be too high. Oh. That's, is that why they call it high? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I went so much when I was out in Utah. Like, I had these fat scars, but I got really, to be really good friends with everybody there, and even some friends who worked there. I had, right? I made a couple, I made tons of friends there too, yeah. I was, I was it's the a, only non employee <laughs> member of what's called the Seventh Sample Club. Seventh sample. Club? They take seven seven vials of your plasma from the jug. Is this another donate, cult right? you joined, Mike? You, basically, you are such a pristine basically. example of what a Welcome human male should to look the like. Seventh so they only actually need six, but they take seven just in case one of your vials goes wrong, like if in the transfer. Process like, oh, whatever, this right? one expired. Some of us have re-ingested our seventh sample of plasma, like a shot. That's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting, but I did it, and I'm Why? very proud of it. Why did you do that? Because Why did I'm the only that? person who He's didn't work there who was actually allowed to do it. He's a sucker so for belonging somewhere. I'm a member of the Seven <laughs> yeah, Sample right, Club right. now. If there's any dangers in consuming plasma like that. I don't think so. It's just like pig fat. Yeah, you man. have an affinity towards denim. Maybe that's one of them. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Denim. Acid wash. Denim. Was it pre-washed, Mike, or have you just been wearing it since the 80s? I've been wearing this since a couple years ago. It was that logo is fairly faded, but, oh, yeah. it's, but 80s would be too old, I think. I got this from my favorite vintage shop in New York. That Watchman uh, button is like UV faded or something. That is truly faded by me, yes. Yeah. Truly faded. The Mike Fontaine So what story. else did we get up to this week? I built a desk. For who? Myself. And I was getting tired of using like a card table and I'm starting my new semester from a bachelor's program amongst a couple other things. And I was like, well, the Fuck it, I'm building a desk. You can't slam down the new Magic the Gathering cards, well, you know, unless you have well, a sturdy that, table to do that. That on. actually <laughs> brings me a perfect segue to the next thing I did this weekend was a Magic the Gathering pre-release. Unfortunately, though, it had to be online. It was, it was only online. So I couldn't get that sensation of... You know, winning the game right. with that hyperbolic motion of slamming the last card down on the table, unfortunately. I did win. I maxed out on wins, though. Um, you can only win <laughs> seven times on this, in the <laughs> online format. He's a part of the seventh <laughs> win club, Mike. Seventh okay. win. <laughs> uh, that sounds so fair. I so maxed I out win on wins, times. man. You can they got to give the 10-year-olds a chance. You can lose three times or you can win up to seven times, right? Like, <laughs> And that's, I mean, that's generally how the Swiss format is. Imagine trash-talking some 10-year-old that's at one of these, and then they call you out for being <laughs> single, and they walk off with their girlfriend and ride their huffy <laughs> home. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there's some young kids, and they do have some really hilarious commentary sometimes, because some of them are like, 
sharp and they do not give a fuck because they're around all these neck beards all the time who yep. are assholes right and so they're like i don't give a fuck about you like i don't care what your opinion is like i don't care what you think like shut off you fat fucking nerd pizza face like 12 year old calling a neck beard pizza face is hilarious you know? like <laughs> that's what you're missing so with the online you know exactly releases you, you can they only give you five communicable uh like em- emotions and it's hello Good game, nice thinking, and I think milady. <laughs> no, but tips so you, fedora. So you can only communicate certain things to the the opponent. It's controlled. Otherwise, there would be, I'm sure, just an irrefutable amount of racist comments. I'm sure, amongst other things, yeah. Jeez also, I weave. don't want to hear what a twelve-year-old has to say. And actually, the one thing I no one wants no, to. Who the, wants that conversation? The one thing I, I live with one, and it's the worst. Really? Do you? Oh. Oh yeah, Mallory's kid. Oh, fair yeah. enough. The uh, the one thing I do like about playing Magic Online is that it's on a timer. Like each turn, each phase of the turn is on a timer, mm. right? So it's like normally when you're in a tournament, people I, are I'm, talking. I'm, and I'm stuff. more. Ca- I'm I'm honestly more on the casual spectrum. I've been playing a long time, so I can go. Oh, to you're a, definitely on the spectrum. I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> I, so I can go to a tournament, I can compete, and I can win and stuff like that. But like these kids, it's their one thing in life. It's their one hobby, right? So they're talking about the artists and how they died halfway through the release and how there's a, you know, a special placemat made in honor of this. You know what I mean? Like, right. And it's like, fucking play your turn, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like halfway through the middle of the game. Like stow the passion, bro. Yeah. I'm just here to win That's right. and get cards. That's right. All right. And so you completely avoid that when you play online. So there's a little bit, but then, you know, there's the social aspect you miss. But what do you think about clapping in movie theaters, Lane? Hate it. I think it's tacky. During or after the movie? Who are you during? Cl- who are you clapping for? You're clapping for yourself. Like it's like, yay! Like like it's nice, I guess. Like I don't really judge people that harshly <laughs> about it. But but I don't get it. Like it like you're not at a show. There's no like the people that are performing aren't there. If you like, watched Endgame without clapping, you have no soul. I mean, I might have clapped for a second at the end of Endgame. Well, I think it's I think people know that the the screen can't hear them. I think it's more about the there. Overwhelming joy. Yeah, well, it's just it's the experience of like seeing it with with people. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's the spectrum. Nobody really likes going to live shows anymore. That's not true. I love going to live shows. Yeah, but I mean, like people that aren't on the casual spectrum don't like going to shows (laughs) anymore, and which sucks. I want people to go to shows. Yeah, but why? You want people to go to shows, and then how much are you willing to pay to go to those shows, Mike? I want to be in the shows. (laughs) (laughs) That's why people aren't going. It depends on the show how much I'd be willing to spend and who and what and where and... Yeah, you can get lots of shows for like five, ten, fifteen bucks. Just as much as a movie. Yeah, I think on average probably ten to fifteen dollars for like you know local show music. Yeah, shows but the difference is when I go to a mo- mo- when shows. I go to a movie like when I pay to see Avengers, I don't have to like the first thirty minutes isn't Justice League before I get to the movie <laughs> I just paid to see. You know what I mean? Like that's what going to live shows is. You're always tricked into seeing what you're not there to see. What? I don't. I'm not sure I understand what you mean. 
You know what an opening band is, right? Oh, okay, that's what you mean. Yeah. Okay. You know, if you're actually seeing someone well, that you really want to see, they have like well, two or three of them. I mean, some sometimes sometimes you can be delightfully surprised, right? I mean, maybe. But I've had opening bands that I've grabbed onto. Yeah, maybe, but that's not. I'm saying overall, that's not that's not where the specifically the music more, industry more is headed. O- more often than not, though, I come late to a show, so I avoid the opening band. Yes, exactly. Right. When I think of shows, I think of theater. I think of plays. When yeah. you say going to a show, I think of going to see. I think of. And you're not going to come in halfway through the first I think of a play act. or I think of a, sh- of a music show, like a band show or something like that. But. And it's true. A lot of them are really shitty, but it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, like, I guess going to theater is different. I just mean live music. Like, everything's so uh, piecemealed out anymore. It's like, why? What, what do you mean piecemealed out? So, like, well, I don't remember the last album I bought. I mean, first of all, I don't remember the last music I bought because everything's streaming. But yeah. you stream that yeah. one song. I don't stream an album from which, a band I don't I know. I prefer streaming, honestly. I feel like I would. Streaming's stream. amazing. Yeah. It's so much more convenient. I, mean, you, I make less money as an artist that way, but it, it it really brings to life the fact that it's impossible to consume a single album like we used to back when things were CDs. It's not impossible. But it's not impossible, but because we have such a. We have so much at our fingertips. We can mm-hmm. listen to anything. You can hit. Give me this artist's radio. Give me, you know, everything that sounds like this song. And so the, and the likelihood skip. of us like going down I can and make just my own playlist, <laughs> putting a CD in your car and having that CD in there for a week, that feeling of like for getting years. to really know getting that album absorbed, yeah. doesn't exist as much. It's, it's much more difficult to get that feeling. Well, yeah. because why would you? I mean, if we had that when we were growing up, it also puts pressure on artists to, to put out content more quickly right. because they get tired and they, they expect more constantly, yep. you know, like. That's why I think festivals are so much bigger now. I though. hate festivals. But that's where I think I think those are more successful than. Oh, again, I have nothing to back this up. This is just my opinion. Once again, I, I, you're I, on a great track, though. I totally agree. But I feel like why? festivals. Why do you hate festivals? Um, as an artist, performing at them is miserable. Um, organizationally, it's always messy on that side. Um, you don't have anybody's full attention because like where Ben was going, it's like most of these people, when they go to a festival, unless it's like their all time favorite band, most people don't stay a full set. Like a fest, like if it's a multi-stage festival, right? Like it's like a very casual walking around. But with the like, festival by design, sets are far shorter than if that was right. just one headlining sure. act. And sure. why is that? Because they only have three or four singles. That's your set. You're good to go. Right. Here's the next of a hundred people yeah. that are there. But but um but I guess as an artist, and I'm I'm sure you can relate to this a little bit. We we always want <laughs> as not being an artist or having anything <laughs> creative about you. He's like a little bit. You might be able to understand. Well, I, I mean I don't. I <laughs> I don't completely understand the, the dynamics of what it's like to perform dance, right? Um, but you want the audience's attention, and, and you want it to Mike's be... Mike's like an audience? And, and the, What's that? And you want that little bit of intimacy where you know you have everybody's attention. Right, you like, want to build a rapport with exactly, your audience. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't really do... Like, you can sometimes a little bit, but... It's not the same. Well, that's why I think even that the fucking sun. That's that's a huge major. Not even just the fact that it's hot. I mean, like, if you're competing with the no sun, no vibes, though. bro. No <laughs> vibes. I mean, it's more cutthroat at a festival. That's all. There's like mm-hmm. three billion people that are watching the sun at any given time on this planet. I don't think you're gonna get that many eyeballs. Festivals are just miserable, man. You have to be good. You have to be good. Like I've I've had some of my favorite bands I've discovered just by walking past them playing at a festival. Yeah, and. 
you know, during, you, they during grab you. It sucks you in. <laughs> He's just like walking around the festival of Durga because it's multi. Yeah, it's because multi there's eight things. different yeah, stages. No, no, that's on. what I'm saying. That's no, my bands point. I came for aren't going to be on for another six hours, so sure. I'm wandering around. Sure, sure. sure when you yeah, look, yeah. look, look, look. When we I'm were kids, when we were kids, and a movie came on, whether we put the movie on with a VHS tape or it was on TV, and a part came on that didn't interest us, did we stop the movie? Never. No, you walked away, played with some toys, and then the part that you liked came on. You came back and watched it. That's where we are at. That's where we are at. That's where we're at right yeah. now with media consumption. And um, Joanna Orr in the chat says, agreed, finding the B-side is nearly impossible these days. I don't even think the B-side stuff even, they don't even have that anymore. They it, just, de it depends on the art. There's a lot of mainstream artists that I don't think are about that life anymore, where it's like no hashtag no B-sides kind of thing. Where, where is that a in, thing? That's a real hashtag? Oof. No, I just... I the problem is most okay, of them should that. just be B-sides. But, but then you have, like, the killers who in 2009... How jealous like that, are you that you're not the killers? I lane. love Brandon Flowers. I know, he, so he, how he jealous awesome. are you? I'm not, awesome. I'm not jealous. He is such a hero to me. I freaking love him. Um, Does he play magic? No, I don't think so. I doubt it. He's too cool for that. Um, gotcha. Can you keep shaking the entire <laughs> table? Because I'd really like it if you could shake it. Just I don't, don't, 10 Sorry. more times. Where like you hit it and then you backed up and remembered you're on the spectrum from earlier and just kept hitting it. <laughs> like, I don't know what that just was, but what the hell, Lane? Like, holy crap. I was trying to I was trying to put my leg over uh, my I'm, other leg. Uh, clearly, you were doing something. <laughs> holy hell. What was I talking about? I don't know. I, there was a freaking it earthquake. Doesn't matter. Flowers, Jeez I think. Louise. Flowers. Hey, Sith flowers. Lord. Thanks for dropping by. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it was. You're like, he's such it's a good. hero nope. to me. Nobody he kicks tables. Anyway. He, oh, yeah, I love, I love last week. No, hold up. I got something to say to you now that you've, you know, found my ire once again. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, last week, I was just thinking about it. I was uploading the, ep the audio-only episodes today, right? And last week's episode, I was uploading it, and there was that moment where I was bringing up, I wanted to talk about a story with the that concerned the NFL, and I was like, oh, the NFL drafts this week. That's all I said. And you're like, boring. And I was like, it, it, didn't, it didn't hit me in the moment, but I was like, I've sat here and listened to you talk about disco theory. And I'm like, this guy wants to say boring. Oh, he said two words. I don't like boring. Back to me. Oh, wait, wait. It's like you realized you weren't talking in that moment. You're like boring. I was like, I cannot believe I let that go. I was in a good mood last week, apparently, because it just like it just like went i just like whatever i didn't even it didn't even pick it up and then i'm uploading the audio only episode today and i heard that and i was like that makes me even, so incredibly talking about the drafts yeah because no. you're like boring it was dismissed instantly yeah uh, but also ben's the only one here who can say anything about it i think yeah but it I mean, was all i, I don't know is tom brady's in tampa now That's tampa amazing. bay and so <laughs> and is rorschach heard, and i've heard that a lot you know he accidentally he, he walked into the wrong house I heard that. So he's supposed to pick up a playbook from one of his coaches that lives in the Tampa Bay area, which is kind of a no-no. house? So you're not allowed right now to meet with your coaches. So the coach oh. was like, oh, you want to pick up the playbook? Like, that's cool. I'm going to leave it here and leave the door unlocked. Hmm. So Tom Brady goes up. Now, it's like the perfect storm because the only reason that this wrong house's door is unlocked is because the guy was is trying to sell it. So he was showing the ho the house that day. So people were coming and going. <laughs> so he just opens his door Are and the guy just... Do that? Quarantine? Yeah, I bet if you just one at a time, I'm sure if it's scheduled, okay. you're over here hanging out with drones and people and friends, spreading your corona Realtors everywhere. Like people are workers. selling houses. How dare they? Well, I mean, 
Anyways. It's not a good time to buy. Give it a few months. Right. Yeah, then it'll really be a good time to buy. <laughs> so he just walks in on this guy, and the guy tells a story like he was just sitting there, and then Tom Brady walked, Tom Brady walked into his house. <laughs> hey, uh, Tom, you want to buy a house? <laughs> right? You interested? No, he's staying in Derek Jeter's uh, ocean, oceanfront oh mansion. Like, of course whew, he is. I don't think he's interested. Hmm. But Jared's in the chat. He says he is jealous he wasn't invited back. It wasn't actually my idea, Jared. It was everyone that watched last week, so don't take it personally. Ah. So what else are you reading about over there, Lane? Um, Reddit is a website. Well, dead people are receiving <laughs> stimulus checks. Yeah. Mm. I'd vote Democrat, yep. too, yep. if I was dead and receiving stimulus checks. <laughs> Come on! Um, a lot of people are saying they're not going to return it. Or because it's like going to a lot of joint accounts. Like, oh, gotcha. That makes know, sense. If, if you're closing up someone's estate and their account is still right. open, right, 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 right. Access to your dead spouses or whatever. And I'm sure trying to return it is a bigger headache than getting it in the first place. Also, why would you return it? I'm not getting any Trump bucks, but that's just really? because I, I don't pay my taxes because I'm actually about that life. I don't just talk about it like you guys. So, <laughs> like, it was funny. I was having this conversation with some friends and they were talking about their their, their Trump money and everything else. I'm like, God, I got I'm like, oh, I'm not getting it. Like, well, yeah, you have to, you know, you have to pay your taxes to get Trump bucks. And I was like, isn't that so stupid? Like right there, that sentence is why yep. it's broken. They're like, well, to get money, you have to give them the money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. Ask if yourself. If you want your money back, you got to give them the money first. Guy. To get less. <laughs> like, why don't they just not, you know, charge all these stupid taxes all the time? And we would have this money to begin with. I've That's got the, the best answer. Of both worlds. I've got my fronts. Like, I have a couple jobs that are my front jobs. Right. Make it right. look like I'm paying taxes. And then I've got my actual making money jobs. Some under the table hustle. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> it's like, like acid washing denim. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so where'd you get your haircut, Mike? Um, another side hustle, not really a side hustle. My friend is out of work hair stylist. Stylist. So she's been cutting it for me. I've actually gotten my hair cut more in the past like month she than I have in the past Is there years. candy right there? Yeah, take some, please. My gosh. I mean, you just touched it. I'm good. But I did. I just saw you reach over and then just this candy appeared. Mad it blew my mind. Nobody uh, tells me anything. People got arrested. There was a sting operation in Dallas where two hairstylists yes! got arrested for inviting people to their house to cut their hair. And that is so stupid. Were they black? Uh, Latinos, I believe, mm. from the names I saw. But the police are doing this to everybody. Oh, yeah. No, this is this is black, the brown, white. It does not matter. The, the police COVID will kill you over everything. Emergency whatever task force. Right. Like, that's what they're called. Is They are just there to enforce... The restrictions. I haven't heard of anything too crazy here. Like, people. but the fact that that exists, sure, Texas though, is because they were they were advertising on Facebook or whatever and saying, "Hey, let you set up an appointment. We'll do your stuff for you." Hmm. I mean, that first of all, like the fact that they had to have their licenses to be a hairstylist and they can't just have people come over to their house to do that in the first place. Mm -hmm. To me, is stupid bureaucracy. It is That's stupid. The worst. Well, isn't of the, course, it is. Isn't the rule gatherings of less than ten people? I thought that was still okay. But but if you're a business, that changes everything. Even uh, if it's one on one. Exactly. These That's businesses are well, considered non-essential and are not allowed to be open. Here's the scary part. They know, the government knows people are going to do things like this, come to my house, and that's going to be uh -huh. tax-free money. The yep. problem isn't that people are doing it. The problem is that the government's not going to get their cut of it. Exactly. That's what makes them angry. That's what they get upset about. Which is about. why the, they have licensing in the first place. Right. You want to go fishing? Here's your license. You want to exactly. sell something? Here's your license. You want to buy something? Here's your license. You want to shoot something? Here's your license. Your you want to build a shed? Here's your license. You got to... 
and we're in a free country. Give me a break. Yep. Yikes. So uh, Jared says he cuts his hair. Losers. Wow. I did that in high school too, Jared. <laughs> I did that when I was uh, addicted to amphetamines. <laughs> what did it look like? Probably about the same. We're pretty, pretty similar. <laughs> pretty similar. It's like a <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> when I was addicted to them drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty much the same haircut. I can see him going into a Walmart and pulling out the clippers from the shelf and cutting it. <laughs> yeah, and then putting it back, not even in the back, <laughs> dude, right. just setting it on the shelf. All right, I never got that. that uh, I never got that. Extreme. Super cut on aisle three. <laughs> He's testing all the different clippers. Yeah. <laughs> He's double fisting clippers yeah. over there. Yeah! At number seven, my mama says I'm number one. <laughs> Been chasing this high for years, kids. Oh, yeah. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh Leave my gosh! <laughs> what kind of candy do you have, Lane? The chat is dying to know. It's Joanna a, has asked. It's peach rings. Peach rings. Off, Show one to the off camera. Brand. Off they brand. Off brand. They're. Oh, it's fine. It's the Circle K. Circle K's candy is amazing. They're uh, definitely not my first choice in candy and in, in like fruit candy. Were they out of like all sorts of other candies? Are people well, stressed buying the candy? <gasps> well, so my favorite. Candy like this is gobstoppers, and they're oh. just—they're not found everywhere. It's kind of hard to find them. And I, I like the sharks; those gummy blue they're, sharks they're with like good, the marshmallow yeah. white mm -hmm. underbellies. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, those are good. So I'd I go to war over those things. I don't eat these very often at all, but I was craving something kind of sweet before I got here. So, oh. well, you're our something kind of sweet, Lane, Thanks, babe. Thanks. What What are you drinking over there? Diamond Dew, baby. <laughs> yeah, but what's the other thing? Oh, I'm not drinking that yet, but it's a Pure Zero Rockstar nice. uh, Tangerine Mango Guava Strawberry. Wayaba. We're all energized <laughs> up in here. Yeah. No wonder this episode sucks. So <laughs> is, that really, <laughs> is that really how it's pronounced? Wayaba? That's just how I hear in, the Puerto Ricans in say Spanish, it. In Spanish, that's how you say it. Wayaba. Huh. Wayaba and cream. Wayaba. Wayaba. Don't worry about it. Wayaba. Don't worry about it, okay? Mm. Best guayaba. fruit off a tree, though? Mango. No, guayaba. Really? Yeah. It's super full of seeds, but it's so delicious. <laughs> Mango in the right place in the right season, yeah. hands down the best fruit, easily. Mm -hmm. Or actually, when I was going to, when, not when I was going to BYUI, but when I was living in Rexburg, I used to raid their orchard all the time in the middle of the night with a couple amphetamines of Amphetamines again? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was doing amphetamines. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, Lade. <laughs> This is all. Y'all want to go get some mangoes? So, uh, so Sith Lord in the chat says she's been stressed buying candy, and then Joanna says her favorite candy is the 3D fruit from Dollar General. She says that's what slaps what? the hardest. What's a 3D what fruit? Three, yeah, I think I know what she's talking like, about. Is it hard candy? No, no, no. It's a gummy, I believe, and it's like whatever the flavor of the gummy is, like a 3D, very detailed version of that fruit. So, like the pineapple one looks like a little pineapple. The apple looks like a little apple. The orange. Oh, like a little and not orange. just like half of it. Like, no, no. It's, it's like, like yeah, it looks like the whole thing. Whoa. So it's the presentation's on point there. Okay. I can, I okay. Can, I can get Dollar General hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were just good for toilet paper these Do you guys, days. So Sith Lord says she's been stressed buying the caramel M&M's. Who's, Who's Sith Lord? She's just a friend of Jared's. Like, she likes his stream, so obviously she has a very up, low girl? low bar for entertainment, so she decided to come <laughs> over here. But um, she's saying caramel M&M's. Not a fan of the caramel M&M's. I like the pretzel M&M's. I, I just like... Here's the thing. So did I tell you guys a couple months ago what happened to me in an M&M? 
No. In an M&M? And an M&M. And an M&M. Okay. You got in the I speak into English. Okay, so I'm sitting there. We're playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint. with. I'm playing it with Morgan and Tim, okay, which is great because Morgan... You know, he was in the army, and so he thinks he can tell us what to do. Tim is literally like the person that you think should be in the army, so he's having a blast, and I just sit back and, you know, whatever. So we're sitting there. Everything's fine. I'm on my couch, and I have some M&Ms. You guys know I have the little, you know, carousel of candy in there, the little concession stand, right? It's a great, big, beautiful For tomorrow. Let's all go to the lobby. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> the carousel of candy. Which, you know, Cinebenji is struggling just like all the theater, theaters during this pandemic. And the, uh, the, the candy is getting... We're going to get to that. The candy is getting uh, very, very low in there. Anyways, so I had an M&M, all right? I just, I like, I'm, you know, I'm a guy that loves food. It shows. I know how to eat food. I chewed on a single M&M. It wasn't like M&M minis where I, like, deep throat that stuff. And it's just <laughs> all in there at once, right? I wasn't trying anything crazy. I put a single lemon in my mouth. I don't know what happened. It was like I chewed on it. Next thing I know, my throat got super dry, and, like, part of it was there. Part of it was in my mouth, and I could not breathe. Mm. Okay, like, and at first I was like, <laughs> and then, like, I realized I couldn't breathe. Fuck, I've been so, there a few times. So, yeah, where you you told us you forget to breathe. This wasn't one of those, I knew what I wanted to do. No, okay, I, Lane? I ate refrigerated mashed potatoes one time. And <laughs> Amphetamines again? No, Jeez Louise. Oh, my gosh. So, he's like, Kiefer, <laughs> got me. No, ke so, ketamine. So, I start choking really bad. And I like take off my headset, drop my controller, and I go to the bathroom because I'm like, maybe I can throw up. This whole time I can't breathe. It feels like this is happening for hours. Mind you, it was like yeah. a minute, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe, right? Probably not even that long. So thank you, Lane. So <laughs> it's like probably I, I have breathing issues. I'm the pro on that. And, you know, by your description you're of only, your story, I know you're trying to tell your story. I know you're trying to tell your story, but I would like to have a moment or ten to uh, talk as well, Ben. <laughs> You've been <laughs> talking for far too long. Speaking of something times. going on for hours, I haven't heard myself speak, so I'm probably uh, there's a good time to say <laughs> let, it. Let me interject. Anyways, <laughs> there was a moment where I couldn't like, I couldn't breathe. And I was looking at myself in the mirror in my bathroom, and I was like, you cannot let yourself die from an M&M. <laughs> like, that was an actual moment I had with myself where I was like, you cannot die to this. Like, you have to fight this. Like, there was a there side of be, me. There would be an episode on Ben's death. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I was like, they're going to find me. Like, I was not in a good way, all right? I was at home alone playing video games. I'm like, you know, like, I haven't, who knows how long till I, I'd showered and, like, I was just in my underwear. And I was like, they cannot find me like this. Like, I'm disgusting. Like, I know those EMTs are going to be like, oh, another fat, smelly dude. Like, I could hear them in my head. I was like, you cannot die. You cannot die. So, like, I'm, like, hitting myself. I'm like, <laughs> Finally, I catch my breath, and I kid you not, if Tim or Morgan were here, like, I came back on, like, 20 minutes later. They didn't even know I wasn't there, because obviously they just, you know, entertained themselves. But I come back on, and, like, you could tell in my voice for, like, that next day and a half, like, something serious. I was like, okay. Uh, like, I don't know what happened, but I've never eaten another M&M since then, and I will not eat another M&M <laughs> since then. So that's why there are the theater boxes available in the concessions at Cenobenji. Right now, help yourselves. How long ago was that? <sighs> Four or five months ago, I think. Mm. 
And I love M&M's, but that Dude, thing almost killed me. is stressful, bro. Yeah, it I was not chill. I was not ready to die. So that's why, like, I always put on deodorant now. I shower every day. I started brushing <laughs> my teeth at least twice a week. Like, I want to make fear sure. Of death is the only thing keeping him. Uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, people are gonna acceptable. see me. Yeah. Like, oof, oof. That's hilarious. And like, of course, the other thing that I was thinking of because there was this, this girl I was talking to a while ago, and she's an EMT. And so I just heard all these horror stories. And she was, you know, part of her job was uh, moving bodies, and just. Hearing the things that people say about people's bodies. It's <laughs> like, people are going to say those things about me. I cannot be the butt of the joke. No. No. Speaking I of the, can't even defend myself. No. I'm like, these are the people that were like, oh, first responders is so good. I'm like, these are the people? They're awful. They're only doing this because they have no marketable skills. So they're like, well, dead bodies. Does that bother you? No. So they're good. And then we're like, 15 bucks an hour. Sign me up. They're heroes. They hate people. I've never heard of a uh, uh, mortuary uh, people called heroes. Are they included in this thing? No, I was saying. Well, I guess there's EMT. a lot of bodies. Everybody who's an essential worker is currently included as a hero, I think. I'm an essential worker. I was All just I talking about EMT like specifically. I mean, the lady at Circle K. Just I'm moving the body here. to the mortuary doesn't mean that you work there. You just drop the it EMT, off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They are heroes. Sure, sure. I remember, and then the other thing she told me was um, the thing. I was like, what's the thing that, that shocked you the most, like, that surprised you the most? She said the amount of times that people call because they have shampoo bottles stuck up their butt. Wow. <laughs> and so she says they try and play How it off. How is that difficult to get out? It's a shampoo well, bottle. Well, there's different shapes, well, people. Well, Pert Plus is like, well, you know, I don't oblong. Is if you want to shove things up your asshole so badly, why don't you fucking buy a dildo? Like, it's not they're expensive. I can't imagine. I'm sure you can find a dildo. For what if? $10, what if? What like, if you're? What, what if you're co? You know, you're, you're living in the same place with somebody, and you don't want them to know. You can't just have a dildo show up at the front door. Amazon has delivery boxes now. I know. I'm just saying. Maybe <laughs> they're living somewhere where they know people go through their mail. Or it, it something. might be paralysis of choice. If you were to go online and look at dildos, I'm sure there's so many options. Oh, the shampoo to bottle one. is just so familiar. <laughs> you're exactly. like, well, you're like, you're just standing in the shower, going, you know what? This doesn't feel. <laughs> this doesn't quite feel the need. I just I love. Need. I just love. They're like, well, this one's shape is better, but this one also conditions. <laughs> you know, they're like, dang, I gotta go for this one. But this one won't get stuck in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a five and one. <laughs> like, hmm. And she just said that they would always pretend like it was an accident. It's like, clearly, we know you sat down on this shampoo <laughs> bottle and now you can't get it out. Like, I don't even, like, that sounds awful. Oh, it sounds terrible. And now I'm worried because of the way my shower is set up. If I were to slip and fall a certain way, I could see that happening. <laughs> Well, and I'm like, they're, they're not going to believe they're me. They're never going to think it was an accident. I'm going to be choking on him and, and fall <laughs> on a shampoo bottle. Man, that is my nightmare. Another fat sticky yeah, guy with a shampoo like, bottle up his ass. That's the third one this week. <laughs> Ship him off. This quarantine is really weighing on yeah. this fella. Yeah. <laughs> fat boys unite. Don't be slipping on them shampoo bottles. You got a lot to live for. From now on, Ben is only buying travel size shampoos. <laughs> yeah. So no more like, of that jumbo stuff from Costco. <laughs> like, uh, sir, you had a uh, like you told us you had a shampoo bottle up there. You actually have twelve travel size Crest shampoo, Crest uh, toothbrush, toothpaste combos stuffed up there. And like, oh, geez, oh man. 
Other thing that's been in the news is uh, Kim Jong-un. People are saying that maybe he's dead because his sister has been showing up. Uh, and then it came out that he wasn't dead. Yeah, what was her name, though? She's. I think he cute. was just clutching the gulag. 1v1, came back. I saw back. a picture of her like with a piece of toast in her mouth running. I thought that was Photoshop. Well, it probably was. I think it had some reference to an anime. I'm not, and, and I'm not wh- anime. And what was your feeling about it? I had no feelings. I was here's like, my was feeling. Here's she's, what I, she's kind of cute. Here's what I've absolutely loved is watching people just fulfill articles from The Onion. So there was like this article a few years ago where The Onion was like jokingly saying like, oh, this horrible female dictator in the jungles like cutting off all these people's heads and everything. And they're like, oh, it's so amazing to see women empowerment. And then like literally all these real people, these blue check marks on Twitter, you know, talking about how I can't believe that. You know, North Korea is going to have a female leader before us. <laughs> I think that's probably a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek. Isn't no, it? no, no, no. I wouldn't bring it up if they were fake Twitter accounts. It's one of those things I think it could have started and somebody saw it and took it very literally or really that's for right. real. People are pretty yeah. dumb. People, people, are dumb. people are stupid, man. Oh, and Sith Lord in the chat again. Look, she's an MVP. She said she was a first responder and she hates people. So she can confirm. Hey, <laughs> hey thanks, girl. <laughs> Thanks for all you do. Yes, and Joanna commented. She said that I sound like I'm disappointed that Kim Jong-un is reportedly alive. I am disappointed. Why wouldn't I be disappointed? He's like one of the worst people ever. I celebrate his death. We should all celebrate his death. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I'm stuck at some checkpoint in North Korea, and they found this clip. Like, celebrate his death, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who that is. (laughs) You will. Like, we have decided. All the white people look the same. That can't be me. They're like, we have decided your death. And they open the door. It's just M&Ms and shampoo bottles. (laughs) (laughs) You die now, big boy. Don't fall. Don't fall. All round eyes. You pay big time now. (laughs) You have to walk through a slippery hallway. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be crazy. No, I, I... I was hoping he was dead, but apparently what it turned out to be is there was some satellite imagery that showed his train at some resort town in North Korea. And apparently it was because he's been trying not to be around anybody because coronavirus is just like really bad in North Korea. Like everything is in North Korea. I thought they were killing everybody that had it. I think they were trying to, but it spread so quickly. Everybody, right? I mean, it spread. It spread so quickly. You have to think about some of the living conditions over there, like. Both, I mean, North Korea, China, like saying social distancing doesn't really apply to those countries. That's true. Like, I, I, you just can't. So, I think it's running rampant, and he's running away, uh, like he normally does, just to stay alive. So, who knows? Also, I'm sure he's got a few lookalikes, right? Probably. Don't don't most dictators have lookalikes? You have to. That's a prerequisite. Yeah. I know Putin does. It would suck. You guys, like, you guys. Of all the people to be a lookalike for, I do not want to be a lookalike for that guy. Why not? All you do is you get to eat. They're like, all right, you kind of look yeah. like I'm used to. We got to fatten you up. You need 300 more pounds on. You're like, okay, bro, bring it here. Think about how happy you'd be as a North Korean when they said eat. <laughs> like, yeah. You'd be like, eat? <laughs> like, true. food? What is this? We've decided not to kill you because you bear striking resemblance <laughs> to our dictator. <laughs> That'd be so To our supreme leader, excuse me. (laughs) I wonder who... That should be a sitcom. Who could they get to be Donald Trump's, like, lookalike? His His, his his doppelganger. So let's say we're given three months. We're given three months. So that's some time, but you have to kind of get the body shape pretty much there. Who do you use? How tall is he? He's pretty tall. Like 6'2"? Yeah, I think he's pretty tall. 
Again, we can use... He's got such a bad body shape, too. He does. Oh, it's awful. He does. So who do you pick to start with, and then how do you mold them into Donald Who was the guy who, like, who was the leader on 30 Rock? Who was Alex that? Baldwin. Yeah. I could see Alex Baldwin. Alex Baldwin Alec? or Alec he's, Baldwin? Alec, he's Alec got a there's Baldwin. a lot of Baldwin he's boys. Got, he's got a little bit of the shape. I, I could see him making the like right the, face. The thin legs, the tall, kind of yeah. heavier top. Alec Baldwin. That's my first go-to. So Alec Baldwin. You get Alec Baldwin. Yeah. You put him in a little makeup. Yeah. Some weight. And you make say. Him, makes him gain some. And I, I'm pretty sure he could pull off an impression. Yeah, he probably could. He's pretty good at impressions. Yeah. So what are your. Okay, so then you have Alec Baldwin. What is your. What are your like three things you have to tell him to focus on? You're like, all right, you know, is it the the lips, <laughs> the hands, like what and the is incoherency. it? Incoherency. The incoherency. You can't that's make, very important. Say anything that makes any sense. That's very important. You yes. Need to make sure you repeat yourself and like cycle through. Yep. Like, say the same thing, but like change a word or two. Yep. But like not in fluid motion. Okay. So just the incoherency is what you want him to focus sure, on. Sure, I guess that's, 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 that's incoherence. And doing yeah. the voice. Do the voice, Over Mike. Overconfident oh, I'm so bad at ignorance. Presence. Do it. I'm bad at it. We're going we're gonna to have a, a party. <laughs> a, you it's sound gonna like you're going to sell me some cheap pot that doesn't really work very <laughs> hey, well. You want to get high? I got the best high around. Nope. There's nobody nope. gets you higher than me. These fucking drug virgins over here, no drug dealer sounds like that. <laughs> I'm just telling you, he no no. He looks like he looked like Chong in my mind. Like that's who he looked like. I could imagine the bandana, right, yeah. and like the sleeveless shirt. You what? You what? You want a party? Like that's what I was seeing in my mind. Oh, geez. we're gonna take UV light. I think this is what we could do. We could take UV light. We could inject it into inside. There's is gotta that be a way a to thing? get inside the body. Look that up. Oh, I've been trying to look it up. It's there are some treatments where they're using UV rays to kind of treat certain. I'm not things. trying to say that's what he was talking about. First of all, I think it might have been. Here's but, the thing: is he takes anything that could possibly be some and talks about it, and then makes it this thing that there's that's nobody's his ever thought of it for. And his weakness. Oh yeah, it's 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 this, it's one of the qualities of being a really good liar is you take a partial truth and mix that in with the things you're lying about, and then you're you're golden. You can always refer back to that partial truth as what you were basing everything in. <laughs> so everyone's giving their um, what the fuck is it real is it did you see the picture of like yeah the, that's crazy isn't it i don't think the picture is real well i don't think the bread in the mouth is real i, I think don't this have a picture here but it says the pharmaceutical firm i2 bioscience announced on april 20th four days before the trump remarks that it signed an exclusive lasting blah 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 center has <laughs> developed and is testing a uva Heal light designed to be inserted via catheter to kill pathogens. Uh, Ma'am, can you spread your legs? I have a heal light for you. <laughs> uh, I'll just take Corona. Take my heal light, baby. Listen, this one heal of my, light won't flush. One of my uh, bucket list goals <laughs> is, is, is to never get a catheter up my dick. Ooh. Oh, man, it is, it is not good. When I was a kid, I went through like a historic presentation of old medical equipment. Oh, gosh. They had a, a device. I'd say it was about the size of a tampon from the 90s. Sick. That you would insert into the penile. Oh, hell yeah. And then it would spread open for them to like do surgery inside your penis. I don't Yo, I don't remember, but as a 12-year-old, it I was bet, very impacting on me. I bet you could me. pee so quick, though. Like, <laughs> well, done. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, that's a fetish sounding to like stick things in the urethra and to stretch the urethra. 
I don't get I've that. experienced Ooh. that firsthand. I have no I attachment. Actually, I actually wasn't going to bring it up, but you were like my first point of knowing yeah, who the catheter of, was. Yeah, of body horror. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, yeah. Told, I've told the Frankenweenie story on this show before. Have you told it? Maybe yeah. I mean, it was a long time ago, but yeah, essentially for those people that don't know, I had a kidney stone. It tried to kill me. <laughs> they went in to me dick, put some stuff in there, Rip. left a catheter in. And then it was an outpatient procedure to rip the stent out. What? And they did that. They ripped it right out of my penis. And now he pees in a curved line. Yes. Oh, I do that naturally. Mine, as the pressure gets lower, starts to creep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the doomsday clock is at uh, two minutes to midnight. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, uh, nuclear holocaust is is definitely here. Something else I read was uh, the CDC says social distancing now applies to pets. Now that uh, there have been many reports of cats getting it. Yeah, I've heard that cats can get it. You cannot pet your cats now. Well, guilty. You You have to feed them in a different room. Well, I don't know how that's supposed to work either. Like, are you supposed to <laughs> keep like, them in a gerbil ball? You, you, well, I mean, I guess that's you really play tic tac toe with them through a window. <laughs> you know. Well, I guess like not everybody. They've has been training out, for years with laser pets, pointers, right? Yeah. <laughs> not everybody has outdoor pets. Not everybody, but I'd imagine a lot of people, especially cats. I mean, yeah. there's not too many people that are like, oh yeah, I have an outdoor dog, and they just let it go wherever so it you, wants, and it comes back at night. So you just <laughs> you leave know. your cat out, like? Well, no, I, I think some people have outdoor cats. Oh yeah, yeah. like there's there's a cat. I've had them in my and well, we, we saying, had outdoor yeah. cats. Well, I'm saying, how do you how do you follow the CDC recommendation if you have? You don't. The cat. CDC doesn't know what they're talking about or what they're doing. All of these organizations that are now, how many months have, has this been going on? Are now trying Three. to tell us like. Oh, well, you need to do this. It's like, well, where was this three, four months ago? They were guessing back then, and they're guessing yeah, now. Nobody knows Nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. It's a knows joke. Anything. Remember, the World Health Organization was like, oh, we don't think it can be transmitted from, uh, you know, airborne transmission from human to human. Oh, we don't think right. that's possible. And then that. the, the the head guy from WHO had this whole presentation where he's like, well, the thing that's more dangerous than the virus is, you know, stereotypes, and we really shouldn't be talking about China and all these other. I'm like, What? Who cares? I mean, I do agree with that, but they, I, pff, give me a break. To a degree, like you know, the the old saying goes, like you know, the the barbarians will be at the gates, and we'll be arguing over what to call them. Yeah. Like, like that's the society we live in right now. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. Stick to what you're there to talk but, about. You're the World right. Health Organization. But, you're not right. the society for people being nice. Tangenting, but I, I did have a conversation with my parents a few days ago. They were like, Fox News has been like. China, 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 hard style, you know, it, it was created in a lab there. And right. my parents have been like eat, drinking the Kool-Aid and been like talking about how angry they are at China and like just like talking about China in such an aggressive way. And I'm like, you guys are like spitting hot fire and wasting so much energy and expounding negative like momentum towards this imaginary enemy like that has no face, that has like no... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not the problem, imaginary. Though, is when they're, you put a face but, to it, but but, but, you, but they're, they're not imaginary. Though China to, to is the, awful for a million saying, different reasons. I'm saying to my parents, it is not healthy or productive to grind your teeth over this abstract enemy, right? I like, mean, maybe like their their enemy is not China. Yes, maybe China has done certain things that has our enemy is absolutely well, China. It's it's similar I mean, to the argument we talked about when like a million Chinese not, people die versus ten people from Saint Cloud died. But you know? it's not right. it's not worth being angry about it exactly right? because yeah, there's but, nothing but it's not concrete worth about it could you could you take angry. that line of thinking and apply that to anything in life 
Absolutely. So that's why I think it, it doesn't really mean much. That's all I'm trying to get at. Like, well, of course, I, saying, I, well, it's not worth being angry over things we can't well, control. No, that's, that's true. I agree with yes. that. But but in this case specifically, it's their they're regurgitating exactly what Fox News did to our parents, to what our parents thought video games would do to us. Yeah, right. Those are facts. OK, the other fact is China is awful, not just because of the lies they told that helped this spread again to the World Health Organization, to the CDC, to all, you know, all these things like people right now are like, you can't say bad things about China. You're an awful racist person. I'm like, I'm not talking about the Chinese people. I'm talking about the horrible government who this is not the first mistake they've made. And it won't be the last. Sure. OK, remember, shortly before all this happened, they were. Rounding up all the Muslims in the com the country yeah, and shipping them off to right. concentration camps. The Uyghurs, like, yeah. I'm like, sure that's still going on. Well, if they still survive, you think they're practicing social distancing in yeah, a concentration camp? You exactly. think they're getting their, their best foot yeah, forward trying to help maybe, them out of this? Maybe that's the conspiracy that they did release it to extinguish the... No, no, no. Muslim here's the thing. Community. Here's the thing. And I, like... <laughs> Here's the problem with Fox News and all those other things, right? And, and really any news organization at this point. And we were just talking about lying. Like, half-truths are so, so dangerous. Mm -hmm. And the thing with China is there's a bunch of half-truths out there right now. But the bottom line is they are an awful, awful, awful country. And they lied time and time again. And they are one of the main reasons, whether it originated there, whether they released it, whether whatever, they're one of the main reasons why this became a global pandemic. Those For are the sure. those For are the sure. facts. Like sure. whether it was bat soup or they had it in a lab, which there's a lot of evidence to suggest that they did. Now whether or not it was on purpose that it got released or it was by mistake or like whatever, who knows? Right. But that doesn't matter. And again, we're talking about the communist, the communist government in China, not, not the, the Chinese, Chinese people. people, not the people that are suffering under the communist government, not the ones who had to eat bat soup in the first place because they couldn't successfully well, bring themselves up by the bootstraps. Uh, first of I all, those people like eat the soup. Those people eat nasty stuff, period. Like okay. It's true. No, but if you look at the history of why we have those wet markets to begin with, it was sure. because China let in a little bit of capitalist issues where people could raise their own animals and then right. be able to sell right. them, right? Right. That's why we've got the exotic animal market there in China to begin with. I didn't know that. The wet market. <laughs> Which wet market applies to a lot of markets that I've been to in my life. I don't think, you know, shutting down wet I've markets is a, wet a problem. Market. You've only been to dry markets. Yeah. You should try the wet market sometime. <laughs> Get certified. You get to go in your I scuba mean, suit and everything. Any, technically, if you go to the seafood section of a public, yeah, that's a wet, wet market. market. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, I, but they're also not going to serve me dog three months wait, out of the year. Doesn't wet denote that the product is alive? That the. That's how I've always taken it. I always thought wet meant that the, the meat was alive. Well, I mean, the lobsters in the tank are still alive. I, I mean, I guess I haven't seen a lot. But I wouldn't call it living. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag free the red one. Hashtag bro. <laughs> Hashtag lobsters are people too. Yes, they are. My gosh. How do you feel about that, Lane? About lobsters being no 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 just in general <laughs> in general what's your approach like do you do you ever see yourself becoming vegan at all? You know I um I definitely think that there's a very strong argument to be made for veganism. Okay. Um, health wise, I think that's a good um, one. Even 
even a little bit of an ethics thing. Um, That's a really, really good one. Like, like Benjamin Franklin, he actually was a vegetarian and he considered eating meat unprovoked murder. And, and so I, I don't. He I also don't, had gonorrhea, but continue. Yeah, I'm a huge like, man whore. How uh, many wives? Yeah. yeah. Um, First of all, really I just wives. did that as a joke. I also want to point out that people like to try and point out the fallacies of some of our founding fathers. Like, oh, he had multiple wives and gonorrhea. He must be a worthless piece of crap. Like, guess what? He the didn't person, know anything. The person that's complaining also has gonorrhea and multiple baby mamas, and they didn't create the greatest government in the history of mankind. So thank you. Continue. Um, oh, where was I going? Um, You're talking about veganism. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I set you up for it. I asked I, you a question. I have so many friends that are vegan. Um, I actually just made some vegan food last week with a couple friends. Um, uh, mushroom vegan, boyenu. It's like some French stew. We use mushrooms and stuff. It was really good. Anyways, I think I think that there's a strong point to be made for. Um, uh, but which one would make you go vegan is really the question. I health, guess health issues. Health for sure. So for you sure. you're not concerned with the you know meat is murder conversation I, as I, much as the I, health benefits. I am concerned with it. I honestly I'm more concerned with the environmental impact of. Yes. Um, like the dairy and the cattle industry and things like that. Um, and then and then I definitely do care about the well-beings of those animals in the sense of like when I see videos of cat uh, cows being beaten with rebar and shit like that, like that's not okay, right? Like no, I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with consuming meat. Um, but I do think that the way that Western capitalism has, perverted it it's not capitalism and it's not western you're talking we, about we farming a, on a macro as right. opposed to a micro that's the only yeah, problem well, the have. reason we have that farming though is because we have an unsustainable appetite for meat right if we were to go Wh back to is, everybody hunting their own meat it's everything. not possible like we couldn't sustain our population the way it consumes meat with a hunter-gatherer way of yeah. doing things right yeah um yeah so i don't have any inherent uh, anything against eating meat, but I, I do think that there's a problem with how that cultivation okay. takes place. Um, Mike, lay it on us. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very similar. I think that if if we as a people start to realize the unsustainability of our personal consumption and multiply it on a mass scale, then we then start to realize that we have a responsibility as an individual to start to adjust the way that we're looking at things. I can see myself being a vegan very easily. Mm -hmm. I'm mostly an in-home vegan as it is. Like I don't worry about veganism when I'm outside, but when I go to the grocery store, the stuff I get for myself is usually non-dairy. I, I eat meat sparingly is how I see it. Like, yeah. I, I don't always eat it with every meal necessarily. Which is easier to do when you have to get it yourself. True. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you we, get in season, yeah. when you butcher it yourself, yeah. Because uh, like, how, even how when I go to a nice restaurant, I'll ask them, "Where do you, where do you resource, where do you source your meat?" And, and like, the guy's like, uh, "Sir, this is a golden what? corral. Your trees over there." <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out! <laughs> if they what? can give me an answer, then I will eat it a little <laughs> bit more willingly. If they can't give me an answer, I won't eat it. He's like, "If they can give me an answer, I chew it before I swallow. If they don't, I just swallow it whole." <laughs> No, I, I, I actually completely agree, and this always shocks people because I'm very like, you know, uh, do whatever you want. But having had the, the ranch with my family and um, having gone hunting and those things change your perspective on the animals that you eat. There's not that disconnect. Like when I go to a grocery store, I just buy the meat. I'm not like, right. oh, this is a living thing. When I raised, when I saw that cattle be born and I raised it, every day and then it got sold and then it got slaughtered and then i had the steaks that felt different yep. i'm not saying it felt worse i to me that was the greatest tasty steak i had ever had in my life sure because i had a connection to it 
it was cultivated. My family hated it because they were like, oh, I don't want to, because we named them and everything. You know, we're like, oh, right. here's a little Mabel. Here's a little this, you know. I loved it, though. And then it was like the same, like, I'll never forget, like, quail are so cute. Yeah, they are. And I went quail hunting, and I was, like, 11. Maybe I was 12. And, like... I just remember the shotgun being like huge. <laughs> like, that's why it's so big. Like, I just remember it was like this cannon, you know? And it, I, was so, I was so excited. It was like, oh, you're going to, you're going to hunt some quail. You're going to, we're going to flush them out. And you got to do this, got to do that. I was like, I did it. And then at the end, they were like, all right, well, now you got to clean the quail. And it was like this cute little innocent bird in my hands. Yep. And I had to rip the feathers off and I had to do all these other things. And I was like, this is not what I signed up for. Like, where's that feeling from earlier where I was felt like I was Max Payne shooting a shotgun. <laughs> now I got to like actually do this thing. It changes your perspective. on it it. I think I would, I would eat meat way less if I had to go through all that effort. And I had a connection to the animals like that. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if I would ever go vegan, but I would definitely probably be much better about my consumption of meat. For sure. Well, and then there's there's a lot like I know several vegans who will like, not shut up about it. Me too. Well, actually, thankfully, my friends are are all pretty uh, mellow, um, low key about their beliefs and things like that. But um, like I have several vegan friends. Who, Can you do the drop thing? <laughs> the tongue pop? Bloop, bloop. I can't. My no, dad, the my dad can. That always amazed me. Yeah, it's always cool. Kind of like that. Yeah. It's not that. No, though. Not, I'm not very not good. Quite. Or, um, but, but like they don't have anything against like eating eggs as, as an example, but they, right, right. But they won't eat eggs because eating eggs supports this industry that they right. believe is. Unethical, right. Exactly. Right? Like, but um, again, I would argue it's, it's getting, it's getting better. Like if I go, if I go to Walmart, right. You can buy grass fed beef. I can buy grass fed beef. I can buy cage free organic eggs. I can do all that at Walmart. Like, think about that for a second. Like, that is crazy, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So, never before, whether it's social media or just the internet or the way that we're talking today, I think more and more people are becoming aware where their food com comes from and why. Sure. Which is good. Locally sourced yep. things are important, even though the people that are telling you that are idiots mainly. It's like, there is some truth to that. Like there, yeah. there are, there are, there are we're, good we're things that come out of this. with our communities more, I think for sure. So it'll be interesting though, to see, I wonder if this whole pandemic is going to kind of nudge us in that direction even further. In the direction of veganism specifically? Not veganism, but just like sustainably oh, sourced, locally sourced, like here's where this came from. I can track it. Well, Go ahead. As other countries are going to start suffering with hunger a lot more because us mm -hmm. being a major exporter, we're losing a lot of our infrastructure and things right. like that. We've seen the articles that are talking about how these third uh, world countries are going to suffer more now at the end of the line in this. I think we have this responsibility to not only just like be able to support infrastructure there, but also recognize our infrastructure here and how if we are the major export and we are the ones who are helping out these other places where it exists, how can we help ourselves out as well to make it easier to get food to others? And that that's if you're coming from a very selfless kind of perspective. That's However, the Tom's perspective. Yeah. <laughs> he bought all these cows to this other country, but then they ate all their grass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that, man. I didn't think about how it would affect their economy, bro. Hopefully we're looking at our supply chains right they now. They got no more as hemp dresses, bro. The cows ate all the hemp. 
Their uh, poop is so strong because hemp's so strong. Have I told you? <laughs> hemp is so strong. What a new market. Cow poop being used for things. Cow poop earrings <laughs> that won't fall off, brother. Because <laughs> they're so strong. You don't just throw it at your friends. The anymore. hemp. <laughs> to answer your question, um, my parents, with the whole China thing, one of the things right. they've been talking about is uh, um, where they're sourcing, you know. Right. A lot of people are talking about that now with medical equipment and, and, and medicine and all these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been sending chicken to be processed in China and then bringing it back. Because it's like, cheaper. Everybody says raised in the USA, but then they process it in China and bring it back to That's us. That's fucking madness. Um, <laughs> it's, no, they Most chicken you get, though, is, like, is, is that. Says, a little chicken, you're like, it says you were raised in the USA. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been like. <laughs> um, no, my parents spent like two hours the other night trying to find a can opener that was made in the United States. Right. Because like every can opener is made somewhere else. Like, But that's... They were obsessing about it. And right. So I think that there's a lot of, a people, lot of people that are, are going to be A lot of people this. are, but this is a conversation that's, that's actually been going on much longer than now, but right now everyone's focusing on it. The idea is like people get upset. Like let's use the can opener. Perfect example. People are like... There's no can openers being made in our country. I can't believe, you know, we're shipping those jobs over. It's like, well, yeah, because we started focusing on like microchips. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. we're not, we're not, you know, we don't make textiles and, and can openers. We, we don't mind shipping that stuff. We're focused on more important things, right? So, yes, I, you know, get worried about that a little bit. Of, like, this is kind of the perfect storm, though, right? Like a pandemic that originated from China. It looks like all these countries are, you know, stuff's going to be bad here soon. And it's like, man, I wish we had, we were making some stuff here in the good old U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. But. Well, I've, I've even heard interviewers of like car import expert export companies who are saying, you know, once it initially started back in January, they got cut off of all of their supply. Right. And so they, they, I, multiple uh, people in this industry were even saying, we're going to find someone closer, like in Mexico or South America and take the 80% markup cost. Mm. You know what I mean? Like just so that way, if there is an issue in the future of trade with China, like it won't be an issue, right? Like Um, the problem though, is there's a lot of companies that can't afford that loss in the short term for the gain in the long term, which that gain isn't even definite, right? That's not even a for sure thing. That's just a... Well, if this happens, but still knee jerk kind of. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know because we're kind of over cheap stuff. You know, like everyone, you look at every toy, you look at every balloon, every like Dollar General itself is, you know, made in China. Like, I don't know if there's anything. Walmart. In Walmart, right? There's a lot of stuff. Like, but Walmart, even though you'll find, you'll find stuff that like they'll have like very specific because that's Walmart crowds like to know if something's made. In the USA, like I've seen stuff in Walmart that's made in the USA. You'll, you'll still have some of that. I'm not saying it's most of it. I'm saying at least you'll have some of it. Dollar General, I'd be amazed if there's anything. If anything, which again, that's why they can charge you so little for it because exactly. they're buying it in bulk from this place that is using child labor. <laughs> You're like three year old uh, uh, Ling Ling was our employee of the month. It's <laughs> you know funny. I just read today that Ling Ling is the number one name used to stereotype Asian women. Hey! <laughs> what? Stereo- that's a stereotype that works. Both ways is what I'm saying. It was Ling Ling for Asian women, Consuela for Latin women. I would have I never mean, said Consuela. Karen, I wouldn't have either. I would have said Karen. It Karen. Was, it, was, it was about the Karen conversation. Uh-huh. Right, right. And then it was uh, like Shaniqua for black girls yeah. or, or something like yeah. that. I like Laquisha. Yeah, me too. 
What do we say? Was that Ladasha? Ladasha. Oh my gosh, that's a name. Mm. That's a big girl. I remember shopping for skinny jeans, and this was a long time ago, right? This was a long time ago. It was the Miley Cyrus branded skinny jeans, all right? And they fit me, okay? And I was like, I don't know what girl these are made for, but that's a big girl. That is a big... We were also pretty thin back in the day. But they were like the right length and everything. Like I was like, this is a big girl wearing these. Like, you get the best of both worlds. I'm like, okay, okay, LaQuisha, calm it down. All right, Ling Ling. <laughs> Ling Ling Barnum and Bailey Brothers Circus. Ling Ling. The only other thing that I've read is um, in November, or I guess the trial, or the trial for felons regaining the right to vote just reopened today. Because originally they were given the right, but then DeSantis petitioned in the courts that right. they needed to fulfill all the financial responses. What do you guys think about that? Oh, well, it's something like a three-quarter of a million people don't have the right to vote in the state of Florida because of financial responsibilities. Yeah, they should have the right to vote, for totally. sure. For sure, yeah. 100%. Everybody so you think should get to vote. After, after no matter how dumb they are, they should all get to vote. See, I, I don't like the whole... If you if if you let someone out of prison, you have to reintegrate them into society. Oh, agreed. I agree. And if we I weigh agree. voting as being such an important thing... How do we expect to rehabilitate them back into society? And because, which is detrimental on them feeling valued and important and con contributing, right? It's just like, proof that the prison system doesn't work. Well, that's all it proves. I, I think that yeah. the prison system is probably corrupt, I think is what it proves. 100%. Yeah. I mean, these people aren't being rehabilitated. They're not. They're no, just being sure. put in a cage for five years and then for saying, profit. all right, for good luck. Yeah. Right. For <laughs> By the way, you can't vote. Even By the way, if this it was is just being put in a cage for five years would be better than what's going on right now. And then they let them back out. You're right. Outdoor time needs to go. Probation or something, and then they get right back in because they can't pay the costs or things like that. Right. Oh, so no. It like, is a system that is designed yeah, to keep people in it. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I've always thought, like, if someone was on government assistance, they shouldn't be allowed to vote. Nah, that's weak. Because I feel like... There's too many factors in that. What are the what are the factors? Well, I mean, like, wh why why are you saying that they shouldn't be allowed to vote because they're abusing or manipulating? Well, or no, because, because it's poor? it's a, no, it's the same it's the same reason that I don't want someone in government to have you know a say in some private You're company. They're not responsible enough to vote. No, 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 no. My problem is why wouldn't they vote a certain way? Like, why wouldn't they just vote for more more money, right? More Trump bucks. Give me more. I see. They're on government assistance already, so they... Just like if, if I find out a congressman has some... Like, this, it's my problem with Dick Cheney, right? He was doing things because he had his fingers in these other pies. So it's just like, I see that person who's on government assistance, which I have no problem with someone on government assistance. I just think letting them vote, you know... It's just like hospitals getting paid more for COVID patients. Right. That's the thing right Oh, now. I shared that with you guys, didn't yeah. I? That's crazy. If they say it's COVID, then it's they get more. Triple if they get released and like quadruple if oh, it's on yeah. the death certificate. Oh, yeah. I wonder what, now they're having to go back and they're changing a lot of things, too. I wonder too. if that was under that bill that got passed that gave us all money. Probably. I wonder if that was one of the pages. I one bet. Of the, one of the, one of the, yeah, one of the million pages. The that which, if you think that's not going to skew results towards... For no, sure. of course. 
of course. It's the exact I mean, same they were, argument. They were already saying that New York was labeling every death in their hospitals as uh, right. Corona yeah. or COVID or whatever, which just like Italy. The case. Yep. Yeah. Well, because you can only write gang violence so many times, right? Like, come on. Well, I mean, if there's a cash incentive, I <laughs> <laughs> there's an axe in this woman's well, head. But they it was said in Baltimore, the though. They said in Baltimore, it actually slowed the death rate, which is incredible. In a lot of nobody's out there has. shooting yeah. each other. <laughs> Hospitals are down in a lot of places, like 40, 60% of their regular admittance. A lot of um, hospitals are down. Mm. They're having to put a lot of nurses on furlough because people aren't going to the hospital for two reasons, I think. People aren't going, one, because they they don't want to overrun the hospitals and for something that's not COVID. Well, you go to the hospital, you get the sickness. And number two, exactly. You go to the hospital, you're surrounded by people <laughs> with COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of hospitals are, are low on attendance. Hmm. When's the last time you guys went to a hospital? Oh, gosh, I'm at a hospital Kill once a week, usually for a sign installation. Usually exterior. for medical reasons. <laughs> um, He's like, I self-medicate, baby. <laughs> Do urgent cares count? Because that's I, that's all I go to anymore birth, is urgent I care. Think. I haven't right. been to the hospital since. I hit myself in the ankle with a machete like eight years ago or Damn, ten years ago boy. or something. So I went to urgent care the next I've day. I've always wondered where those people are that hurt themselves with machetes. And here you sit across from me. How? Tell us the story. Yeah, yeah how, how does really that happen? <laughs> honestly, I, I'm honestly amazed. Like, I'm not even trying right. to like be down on you right I'm now. I'm downing on I'm, you. This, this <laughs> machete was like a katana. It looks more like a sword than a machete. Right. right? And I was at a, at a camp out and I was hacking away at this was green tree. Was it longer tree. than a normal machete? A little bit, yeah. Did you lose feeling in your legs? Before no, you swung it, no, and you didn't know where they were. I hit the tree, and it ricocheted off and right into my ankle. Actually, uh, I still have the pair of shoes so that I did it in. Close. It cut. It cut right here. Show the camera, right Mike. Through the we converse. can't see it. Go that way. Right through the all-star Chuck symbol right there. Are those the shoes? No, it wasn't these shoes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It was my last pair of whites, though. Oh. How bad did you get cut? Uh, It was about this big, down to the bone. Do you not um, have the scar? Oh, no, I totally have a scar. Let's see the scar. Show the I, people uh, what they want. Sell like, some feet pics, Mike. Get some money, bro. There. Oh, look at that. Oh, right on the Ooh, ball of your ankle. Yeah, hurt right there. Damn, I bet that ah. well, it, it didn't hurt as much as I was pissed off because I had to leave the camp out, right? Mm. So the actually, camp I went, outs for you were like. This was at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. So I went to a Walmart to get oh some butterfly bandages gosh. and kind of put it together. My friend went inside to, to get the bandages, and there was a an ambulance a few cars over from where we parked. So I like hobble over to the ambulance, knocked on their window. They were both asleep. And I was like, hey, do you guys have any curved needles so I can give myself some stitches? And they're like, what? No, get out of here. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> then like 10 minutes later, one of them, I guess, was more awake. And she comes over and she knocks on my window. And she's like, are you okay? What did you? Yeah. Are you, are you all did right? Did you sit on a shampoo bottle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get to stitch it myself. And it ended up grafting itself to the, that's when I learned. And you didn't have to pay for it? You have a six to eight hour window to give yourself stitches before your skin will start like grafting to the wound instead of grafting to itself. Mm, yeah, good to know. Wow. Because the next morning I went to go get stitches at a urgent care and they're like, oh no, we can't, we can't stitch this up now. Like, no, this is some sort of Frankenstein yeah. so mixed I always up. Antibiotics and I was good to go. Actually, I made my own antibiotics that time with some dandelion. Oh my gosh. This was, is not real, was, Mike. I, needed, I used a dandelion like salve to... Yeah, and I didn't put the butterfly bandages on when my friend got back from Walmart. Mm. That I should have. Butterfly right bandages away. have saved me having to get oh, stitches yeah. so Absolutely. many times. What's a Absolutely. what's a story you have similar to that? Can you outdo the machete um, to the so, ball of the ankle? So not something that I personally hurt myself with, but that I witnessed. I was at also at Boy Scout camp, or I don't know if you said Boy Scout camp. No, you said a camp. Was I was at Boy Scout camping. camp, 
And uh, one of it was the, just for fun. One of the boys in our troops had brought these like uh, like throwing knives, like military grade troop two ninety four, two ninety four, two ninety four. Represent, yeah. Represent. Um, Tenderfoot's in the house. <laughs> nah, I'm an Eagle Scout. Oh, terror, yeah. Eagle terror Scout, of the Scout camp, right there. You had a man. dad in the household. <laughs> yeah, right. You mean your mom got her Eagle Scout? <laughs> no, she didn't. Well, yeah, through, through Wilson, technically. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I wasn't going to name names. Uh, no, so we were at Boy Scout camp, and uh, Joe Hamstreet had brought some throwing knives and like name some more names, like. And, and so he had he had uh, you know like played used them a lot, and so he was pretty cool with them and he wasn't really letting other any kid with a knife is cool he was well he was being responsible with them like he knew how to use them oh. he had used them and so he wasn't really letting other kids use them totally not out of like not wanting to share because he literally did not like trust the other kids with them of course right? and the scout master totally supported that so then anyways one of the kids adrian brown i'm gonna name all <laughs> of them. Uh, nobody's getting out alive <laughs> after this story yeah <laughs> He like went, snuck and grabbed them, and like you know was trying to like them. Oh, I, and, and it bounced off and got him, no, didn't no, no, it? No, 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 it was worse than that. So I, I happened to be watching it because <laughs> I don't, I don't care what other kids do as long as it's not affecting me. Right, right, right. That's but a healthy. kid with throwing knives. That's healthy. Could very easily be affected. He's well, like, well, he was cool. He was holding knives. No, no, it, he was doing out of tree. Anyways, this fucking idiot, right? Like, he was trying to hold the knife like be mm. between his fingers right here. Which is, that's not a lot of pressure, right? But like, it looks cool. It does. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, right, it did right. look awesome, bro. And, uh, and so, you Amphetamines know. Lane. <laughs> no, not, not way back then. Didn't uh, have my badge for those I yet. I <laughs> didn't earn that badge till years later. <laughs> no, but so, you know, like, he's, like, holding it like this, and then he goes to try to throw it. And, of course, it just immediately, like, <laughs> drops out of his hand, like, straight into yep. his foot. Yep. Like, straight into his foot. Like, and I just start dying <laughs> laughing and like, he starts just dying <laughs> he's literally just like staring at his foot like, ah! <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, oh, brother chamnus who's uh ex ex navy yeah he's awesome i think he, oh, he was the man he had experience uh, in medicine. i feel like he's done everything yeah, <laughs> he's that, one of those guys that's just a cool so dude. so knowledgeable you're like but like right. you never know from like just looking no, at him no 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 he, he's he very unassuming he yeah no, no 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 um but uh but he uh, had like a really close relationship with Adrian because him and his sons were really close, and so you know, like he was like, "Oh, like I'll take care of you, like soda back up, you know, like all that stuff." Like, but we'd always give him shit, and like nobody would ever let him use knives anymore. <laughs> <laughs> then you're that kid. Yeah, like that's yeah, the worst yeah, part yeah. of the whole yeah. thing. Guys, I need a butter knife to cut my yeah. pancakes. Uh, uh, no, Adrian, uh, you need an adult. Yeah, there's spoons for that guy. <laughs> oh my We've cut gosh. off all the corners of your totem shit. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking like the story that comes to mind when I think of Scout Camp, there's a lot of them, but this is funny because it concerns people that you guys know. Name names. Um uh the hairs. Mm -hmm. Um Skylar's mom brings this up every time I see her, and I don't see her often. So this is like <laughs> years apart. Mm -hmm. Every time I see her, she like gives me a big hug and like brings this up. And I feel so guilty about it because I didn't want to do it. So what happened was me, Tanner Pratt, and um, Jason Cisneros. How do you Cisneros? Ling Ling. Now ex-military. Yep, there you go. So we were all like the way the tents 
our setup, it's kind of like top of the hill, then bottom of the hill. And we were kind of up at the top of the hill. Where, so like, where are you at? At, at scout camp. So we're in this tent. So past our tent is just wilderness and mountains. So we're like at the top of the campsite kind of. And so some of the boys that year was their like first year. It was like Skyler and I think your brother oh, and like about that whole group. Like it was um, their first Tanner, year. Michael, we, we had been, Skyler. yeah, we had been there a few years, you know. So it is storming like crazy. We're playing cards. All right. I don't know if it was Uno or whatever, but we're playing cards, Jason, Tanner, and I. All of a sudden, it's like storming like crazy. It's lightning. And like right as a lightning strike happens, our flap like flaps open. And Skylar Harris there, and he's like, do you, do you guys know where the camp is? I got to get to the camp. We're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, we're gosh, in dang. Camp, like, we're in the camp, man. You scared the crap out of us. Like, go back to sleep, you know? Yeah. He's like, well, I, I got to find the camp. I, I, like, where's the camp? He's turning around and pointing up the mountain, like, towards yeah. the wilderness. Like, the camp <laughs> is here, right? So he shuts it, and it's storming, okay? sleepwalking? Hold up. So <laughs> I think I've heard stories of him sleepwalking oh, before. Yeah. So we're sitting there. We play like another hand or two, and we're like, someone should probably go get him. Right? Like, because it was storming, and like he was pointing to the top of the mountain, like, yeah, maybe somebody should get him, right? Yeah. So, we being the older boys, yeah, we're like, up. it's like 10 minutes later, somebody should probably get him, you know? And um, so, we played rock, paper, scissors to see who had to go get him. I lost. So, then, you know, again, it's torrential downpour out yeah. there. So I like put on my boots and like I'm like, all right. So I go out there and I, I find him. He's like up the mountain. I grab him, I bring him back down. I wake up whoever. It was probably uh, you know, Carlos Torres or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, this kid is loose, like whatever. <laughs> um, we get up the next morning and his tent is tied <laughs> from the outside. Cause yeah, he sleepwalks and nobody knew. <laughs> so like hey. it was like, it was like Carlos Torres is sleeping outside of his tent and it's tied now. And we're like, that's crazy. Eggs? Okay. We moved on. So now, Skylar Hare's mother is like, you saved my boy's life. And it's the first time at camp. He would have been dead. Oh my gosh. And I'm thinking, I just threw rock when I should have thrown paper. But yeah, I guess you're right. So he also, uh, I don't know if he did it that time, but I, he was always famous for sleeping in a tent inside of the tent. Like, wow. Like he was so oh, afraid of trust issues. He was so afraid of like bugs and things like that, that he would bring a separate tent to sleep inside of the other tent. I like that though. Cause I hate bugs too. I, I hate mean, camping. I mean, where were you at? Woodruff? Yeah. Like Woodruff, there are some bugs, but not compared to like camping in Florida. No, but, no, gosh, no. You know but that's where I mean? my like, hatred of bugs comes yeah, from is camping yeah, yeah. in Florida. But so I, I went to scout camp once and I got stuck in the reject camp group because I wasn't there with my troop. There's mm. another troop that they Cobble put together. Troop. Yeah, which is just random people from random troops. And if you want to know where the biggest fucktards of really? scout camp I are i would expect that those there. kids would be like, like the, the dirty like, dozen of no. scout camp. oh man these are the kids trying to smoke paper because they can genius oh gosh it was it was really I just don't worst. look down at them experimenting well, I, I, lane i had a friend try smoking toothpaste so i mean what did he say he's like he said, well this fresh, doesn't get you <laughs> i said well this doesn't get you high <laughs> but I feel he's like clean. but my teeth are wider bro <laughs> can't wait oh man no that's that was the end of my story it sucked 
That was it? I, I, the story was just, that? Was just that? I would think that... That's the, lame. I would think that the kids and their dads who pulled them to scout camp without a troop would be, like, the more determined You ones. would think. That's what I would <laughs> Yeah, no. You would think Not that, even. wouldn't you, Lane? Not maybe even. Maybe it's the organization. I mean, so many of... The, I mean, our troop was always, like, the least put together at scout camp. Oh, yeah. Camp well, because when you're in a church scout group... It's different. It's not because you want to be there. That's it's because that's just what you do. Yeah, that was just what you, you go did. go to scout camp. Yeah. You know, all the other yeah. troops around there are like lining up. They're singing their song. Oh, they're up, hey, boy scouts. Gosh. And we're like, so intense. what? Y'all suck. We're like, they have everything on their uniform. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have some, I haven't even seen some of these before. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. the scout leader that Our came leaders. with us is like, I haven't even seen some of these before. <laughs> just put on a green polo shirt. You'll be fine. Right. Yeah, no, I, no. The, the first year that I was scout leader for Troop 294 was like the, one of the worst experiences oh. of my oh life. My gosh, I remember I went. I went from being scribe to scout leader you could say there was a big shake up <laughs> okay um, and we show up and exactly what you're talking about happened where they're like alright we have to go like present the troop because it's like the first morning of and everyone's lined up it's like this military presentation like troop 197 and they like step forward to do like three hakas do a flag presentation and they're like hey. yep and there's like flames that shoot out and I'm like looking around like nobody told me there was did like, you bring the flames a thing <laughs> there's like nobody told me there was like a whole and they're like going down the line like they troop 294 and there's like this just silence and we're just standing there I'm like here <laughs> like I tried to put a little mustard on it like yeah and that was it and there's silence nothing no laughter no applause no nothing it was awful absolutely awful and I'll never forget trying to make something out of that one thing like that was it the one thing we did always have though did you guys ever do those fire starting contests yes because no. we always cleaned up in fire starting contests <laughs> these other dudes are doing stuff by the book and we're like we know how to make fire cigarettes and lighters <laughs> oh yeah there, no uh, problems we there. went to scout camp one year and uh, I don't know if you guys know the Sindons but Tandon mm -hmm. Sindon has a history of being quite the little troublemaker and uh, and so I was an older boy I was assistant scoutmaster at the time this last time that I went and um, and so he was like stealing things from people's t and just like skipping class constantly getting into shenanigans that's like everybody yeah, at scout all, camp I, by, by the way I just want to throw it out there I, he would honestly, have been right in line I, with my group when we went we had people pooping on tables like we had all sorts of stuff that, man. that sounds on brand yeah that, that uh, run, like, running naked through the camp leaders meeting yes that also sounds that, oh yeah brand. like <laughs> there was nothing we were chucking rocks at people trying to use the bathroom like that's that's different though like, like that's 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 normal shenanigans. Maybe he like like was. Well, I don't want to talk too bad about somebody. He okay, he was, was actively seeking trouble. Anyways, there was this one troop, one of these like really rigid, orderly, like all black troops. They all had the exact same matching, very tight, very formal, like very organized, very well put together. They all had matching red berets, like wow, very tight. Like Troop two ninety four, very tight. Buffalo yeah. soldiers. Oh. <laughs> With the Black Panthers, so, please stand up. And, <laughs> and so, break it. And so he had made fun of them a couple of times, like having seen them in passing and things like that. And then it was like halfway through the week, and like we're playing cards or something like that. You were probably playing magic, though. We were. We were. We were I was magic. playing a real man's game called Uno. No, we were definitely playing magic. Reverse. And so he was walking by, like, kind of ruffling through his backpack. And, like, me and uh, the boy sitting next to us, he's, like, ruffling through his backpack. And we kind of see, like, a red, a red thing kind of, like, tuffle out of it. Like, and he drops it. And we're like, 
is that one of the boys uh berets or whatever and he's like no like and you know grabs it and runs away like and i'm like he's gonna start a war no no no, no. and I'm you like, don't want to start a war no. with that troop no, no. For, for real like for multiples of reasons right like and so like he had gone to that troop's campsite which is a big no-no right like when you're a boy scout camp, permission to enter camp you, you stay out of other people's campsites unless like, you're walking through naked from the showers that's yeah. true um, we paraded around with that thing. Saw so many little boys' peepees when I was at camp. Anyways, so the scout. Because I was a little boy with a peepee. <laughs> lovingly, the scoutmaster took it back to the to the troop and like didn't make him confront them or whatever. But I mean, that was like pretty. I don't know. I thought something exciting was going to happen. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be more exciting too. I'm sorry. I remember a kid showing me a dead coral snake, and I was hmm. like. I don't care how dead you say that snake is. I'm not getting anywhere near. No, don't mess with. Snake. Yeah, that's, coral snake. Y'all are dumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. If that's... I get close to it, it's gonna be like with a shovel. <laughs> no mercy. You're like, not... I can see myself being vegan. Okay. Kill that. Well, venomous, venomous <laughs> snakes. I. Yeah, where's that line for you? Oh, I. I um, if it can I, kill you, you'll kill it. Well, no, it, it's it's. If if I'm in a like if I'm out in the woods hiking out in some territory and I see a wild snake I'm not gonna kill it right, but like if I see a coral snake in my backyard fuck yeah that thing's yeah. dead like 100% dead. So your backyard is the line. Well, it, it, it's it's the whole providence thing right like <laughs> it, it's like this is my sanctuary this is, this is my home right like whether or not you are in my home snake. I, I, I the snake will not recognize borders. No. You can't usher it away yeah. and expect it to never come back. Yeah, exactly. And, and I can't. It's like a liberal. It, well, it, Don't it's, believe it's, in it's, borders. It's that notion of like, oh, well, if something happens to somebody at some point because of this snake, like, and exactly. I have the opportunity to take care of it now. You're like, like Peter Parker at that point. You let, you could have gotten rid of the snake, but you let the snake kill Uncle Ben. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I firmly believe that all life is sacred. So I agree there's a point where I'm like, all right. Insects, though, I don't have Insects, that. there's even so, still. Is it a size thing? Because I find myself pro doing that. I'm like, that's too small they're to matter. Pro they're, they're programs. I think when it becomes that's why Planned Parenthood that so will successful. hurt you like a mosquito, then I've, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill mosquitoes. Yeah. You know, cockroaches, if they're inside, I'm going to kill a cockroach that's inside. Well, I'm also fairly confident that empirically they don't really comprehend pain a lot of the same way <laughs> yeah. that, like, a mammal might. Right? Yeah, I think like, the Germans said that about some people, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, There's a pest aspect. I would to love things. to yeah. shoot. I would love to shoot Lane as some Nazi general searching for cockroaches hiding in the uh, <laughs> under the floorboards. <laughs> Let's do it. I see uh, you have many things left out. <laughs> Maybe for roaches. Your daughters are very pretty. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give me some fresh roach milk. <laughs> Which is a thing. Which is a I thing. know it's a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, All right. Where are we going with that? I don't know. Lost it. Lost what? I don't know. We're You're talking about roaches. Life is sacred. Yes. We so, should all become vegans. Are you going to become a vegan this week, Mike? Lay it on us. What are you up to this I week? I will probably not be a vegan this week. I've kind of fallen off the wagon for ice cream. The vegan again. wagon? Mm. The ice vegan wagon? Ice cream is my weakness. It is my kryptonite. They have dairy-free ice cream. They do, Mike. It but just they don't tastes have sugar-free like ice cream. Sugar-free ice cream. They don't yeah, they it. do. Ice. Ice. It's hard to find sugar-free, dairy-free Nancy Pelosi has all the ice cream you could ever possibly Ooh. want. Continue. She won't share that with you, though. 
It's that top, expensive that, that's stuff. That's top dollar ice cream. Right it is. There. It's like the they were yeah. just talking. It was like for a pint, it's like sixteen dollars oh, or you're something. Talking about real. What are you talking about? Oh yeah. What? So so Nancy Pelosi, being you know like all the people in government, so detached from reality right now, decided to do like one of these Facebook Live things or like an interview in her kitchen and go over like, oh here's what I have. You know like oh we're quarantined. She has like of course people are looking at the fridge she has and it's like a you know $30,000 fridge and then like the ice cream that was in there when she opened it is like the $16 pine ice cream and it's just like yeah you're one of us yeah <laughs> it was just one of those things and again that's not a left or a right thing that's just that's anybody all of them that's no, just anybody all, that's nah. that's in there right now it's just it's it's an absolute joke I loved that the the meme of Bernie Sanders when he's running as Forrest Gump and they say what are you gonna do now yeah. Bernie I think I'm gonna go home to one of my mansions. <laughs> yeah, one of my four homes. <laughs> I think he's only got two, doesn't he? Only have two. He has four. Mm. Lane's like that changes my perception of reality. No, I mean not really. He's like <laughs> 75. I mean, I can, I can, I, I, I can still respect the game of somebody trying to fight for everybody, but I mean, the two houses that I've seen, they're fairly modest, so I don't feel super like. I don't think. I mean, I want maybe, five houses. Maybe Bernie eats sixteen dollar ice cream. I don't know. No, but the problem is I don't hold that against him, but the sure. people voting for him would. Sure, That's yeah. the joke. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I, if he I has 10 houses, good for him. I don't think four houses is inherently bad. I no, think, I think, no I think amount of houses not. is inherently bad. Well, I mean, there's, there's like waste, right? Like, but also you being a so, senator, but, but, how but, far until it discredits your perspective? Like, how far until it discredits what right, you're Right. What's saying? waste? He already has well, four. Well, well, I mean, like, from what I understand, he he uses those as an extension of his like um, like he's got uh, a property in D.C. Like he's got a little flat in D.C. for when he's working in D.C. Right. Right. Like his D.C. flat is nothing crazy fancy. Right. Like I'd imagine it's not cheap. Well, I mean, it's fucking <laughs> it's DC. I yeah, know, but, that's what I'm but, saying. But, but, but so for me, it's the, the the disconnect is probably in what doesn't get used. Like how many celebrities own these really fucking lavish houses that they haven't been to in three years? But you is them I mean? owning it stopping someone else from owning it? And I think you I mean, find that's not, not the case. Probably not. So it's not that waste. Sense. That's fair, I guess. Um, I mean, it's gratuitous money, so maybe the money's being wasted in the sense that it's not stimulating the economy or whatever. But it's not but wasted. It, like, it, like everything's taxed. They're paying property taxes on all that stuff. That's I can only imagine. With the property taxes for this little shack, I can only imagine what they're yeah, paying. Right, yeah. right. Like, you know, so th they're stimulating the economy, even if I don't right. think they should be paying property taxes. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't like that idea that if someone is successful or if someone spends their money a certain way that they are inherently whatever. Well, I think that there's also, like I was starting to say, like Bernie, he's like 75 years old. And so I have to imagine that it's pretty realistic that if you are like a little bit responsible with a little bit of foresight. Right. That by the time you have four houses. But again, yeah. the, meme, the meme is not that houses, I have the issue with it. Yeah, no, the meme sure, is that sure. the people voting for him would have an issue. Right. For sure, for like sure. that's why it's funny. I say, sure. yeah, have 10 houses. It's like the mansion. If you were to get elected and all of your policies are put into place, would you have those houses still? Mm. Well, and again, yeah, like there's this, there's this idea that you can't have a certain certain perspective unless you've lived through something right so it's like well uh -huh. bernie can't help me because he's never been black or he's never been you know this mm -hmm. that or the other Yo, it's like the I, I don't think that's a good way to come at things i mean i think milton friedman said it best when he said so do you expect your doctor to have had cancer 
before uh, treating you. Like, uh, like you, you, you that's, that's yeah. not, that's not an No, but it would help. <laughs> right? Like, if he could understand me, if his bedside manner was better. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I find it interesting that, like, there's this social aspect I mean, experience to, definitely lends itself to a lot more credibility than otherwise. Maybe, but right? what like, does credibility get you? <laughs> I don't think it gets you much. Credibility hasn't oh, solved really, anything. That really depends on. Uh, I mean, it depends on what level we're talking about. I'm talking about Bernie Sanders. Okay, well, yeah. Um, like, does him him not actually having been a poor black child? I mean, he's like Steve Martin. I think, okay, I think he's very credible. I just think that uh, the establishment doesn't want him. Well, right? uh, like, yeah, that's but that's a different. That's, that's a whole different discussion. Yeah. I'm just saying, do you hold that against him? Do you think no, he can't I, help black people because he doesn't? He hasn't been in that position before. Well, I mean, he literally walked back in the '60s. Of so, course, so, so, so that's my, proof so that in my mind, that's credibility, right? Like he ha he has been through some of those struggles, or at least done his very best effort to empathize. Well, yeah, with, but as right? a white guy marching, you know, for civil rights, Jewish white you, guy. Yeah, huh, yeah, yeah. So it's he's got little... four houses. It makes more sense now. <laughs> so, <laughs> got him, <laughs> got him. Hope you're watching, Burn. So, I mean, as a white guy, you know, it's it's kind of funny if you want to take it one step further. I mean, yeah, we can march and all sorts of things. It's not like. You know, it's not like I'm gonna get shot for doing it. I just sure. I spent a night in jail well, and I get to go home and I get to say back then, I get to say, hey man, I helped out the minorities. Right. Just don't touch we, me. Now yeah. we get the social credit. We add that to our list of points. Exactly. But I don't think credibility or social credit or any of those things actually actually means anything. I don't think those get things done. I think I think you need somebody who maybe sometimes operates outside of that. Like imagine somebody like Donald Trump if he actually had a conscience. Yeah, he'd be very effective, probably. But, that's what, like, but, like but that's all depends. he's missing. That's it, all he's missing it, is a conscience, it, a conscious and a clear like intention of what he hopes to accomplish. Because right, well, cause right course. now, I think he just wants to be. I'm president. speaking in generalizations, <laughs> right? of course, so and that's feel, the that's the problem with the executive office to begin with is like who wants to actually do that? The wrong people, fucking right? Donald Trump. So yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, those people that want to be president. Like that, there yeah. has to be something wrong with you to even run for that office to begin I with. Agree. But but the I point agree. is, like, if you could have somebody who maybe doesn't have that life experience but has experience experience being very successful if they can have if we could find that person with a conscience i mean throwing a brain as well yeah. <laughs> you know but a conscience more important than that I, I think you could have somebody who maybe doesn't understand the plight but knows that it's bad sure and I, that just comes down to empathy i think right which a lot of politicians which is hard to do when you have pride and then you get into the argument though you get to the to the great white savior complex mm, hell yes. which is stupid though Agreed. well there's i mean but there's a lot of historical evidence towards it being a thing. Yeah. Yes, it's a thing that happens because well, all those white saviors came from a very rich and powerful place. Well, well, I think I think the argument kind of lends itself more to that conversation we've had about Tom's, where it's like right. the white savior. It, it, it it's not so much that they're trying to do something good; it's that they're trying to do something good with no understanding of implication. Right. And so they end up crippling a whole. The twenty-year-old girl going like, to work in an orphanage in Kenya doesn't know what to do in an orphanage in Kenya or what that people actually needs. They right. The experience but I still think it's good. F like, here's the issue. The people that have that inclination also lack understanding. That's why they have yeah. that inclination. Yeah. Well, they're, they're the 20 year old that thinks the, the desire is usually, but the wrong. desire is there because they don't have a grasp on reality. Like that's True. why that desire is there. If that 20 year old actually knew what was going on in the world, she'd be like, 
I can't affect anything there. Let me try something here. Let's do something different. Sure. So it's a real it's a, weird balancing a, act. And re- that's that's the white savior thing. Is it's they're going there to make themselves feel good about themselves. Right. right. Or like there's that whole thing where like you know oh in school you go on a mission trip and you take a lot of photos and it's really you're going on a tourist vacation and yeah. you're taking pictures of you and kids and sharing it all over the place without anyone's permission. Yeah. Not cute. And that's you know again. Coming around to that, though, what kind of place do we live in where we have the opportunity to even think about that to the point that we can say it's not good, right? Like, Well, and overlook that you're helping people outside of your own community. Like, right, right, I which know. I'm – I mean, I was I was in – before all this went down, I was trying to find some places because, like, I'm someone who works way better with, like, a schedule – you know, and I kind of had a good thing going. It's like Monday's a show, Wednesday's open mic. Um, and then I was trying to find something before Sundays with church where I could like just like volunteer some time, like nothing crazy. I'm not going to save the world, but I was like, let me do something. And every time I talked to people, it was like, well, there's this place in Orlando. There's this place. Cause I'm like, no, no, no. I need something in St. Cloud. Like that's where I live. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to help. Right. Like there's a million people in Orlando. There's a million people in Kissimmee. Yeah. You know, and I speak the language here, so that's good too. Uh, you know, that was the other benefit. You well, know, and you see the impact of the work that you do, which is important. And well, it's not even that. I just feel like too in your community. you know, there's that old saying of like, if everyone swept their own front porch, the world would be a much cleaner place. Yeah. You know, and then of course, by 2020 standards, we say, well, what if they don't own a broom? What if they can't stand? You know, so it's like, oh my gosh. But anyways, the idea there is that you know, if you can, if you just take care of your own then everybody benefits from that. And I've, I've always tried to apply that. And I'm like, all right, well, let me see if there's something like here. But it's so weird when you go somewhere, they always want to just send you to the biggest place because that's yep. who has all the advertisers. That's who has all this stuff. You know, like, oh, go to give kids the world. I'm like, sick kids, just ugh. There's sick no saving from other places. Yeah. Like, well, where are you from? I'm from Vermont. Ugh. Also, go die up there. Also, <laughs> all, the, all the kids that give kids the world are already getting, like, the time of their life there. Like, right. They, they don't need my help. <laughs> Bro, sometimes they're still there when you go back. It's like, uh, I don't know how sick you are. How long have you been having too much fun here? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Have we taken them by a funeral home? Do they really appreciate where they're at now as opposed to where they will be next week? I don't know. But, geez, Louise Lane, what are you doing this upcoming week? Week. Uh, I start school the first semester opens up. And you're going to try and get a big boy job because of this, right? With advertisers, and they have to be good advertisers, not like Tom's. That's right. It's going to be like, but I mean, that's still like a year or two away. Um, And then. It's like, that's a year or two away before I start making deals with Adidas. (laughs) That would be tight. I would love to make a deal with Adidas. Uh, I'm a New Balance guy myself. (laughs) Makes sense. I love it, bro. Because it's like the meme. Everyone's like, oh, white guys wear New Balance. I'm like, Hell yeah! Well, dads <laughs> and hipsters wear New Balance. I don't. I've never. Se- I guess I don't spend time around hipsters besides you two. But out west, it's a big west. Oh, uh, out west. New balances are. But it's like it's a throwback New Balances. It's not like the yeah, current New the Balances. I like the crisp white with the like the silver and blue New Balance logo on the side. We're talking about like the classic athletic shoe. Oh, yeah. in. I found a good pair of New Balances at a thrift store a long See, ago. See, he's the kind of hipster that would wear them. Yeah, I said hipsters yeah. like you two. You, yeah. you are my I, I wouldn't my wear pulse them. on style he's is you two. He's a different kind of denim's in apparently. <laughs> he's a different kind of hipster than I am though. I will say this much: all memeing aside, Mike was like the original hipster. I could see he that. Was someone like growing a boy up? That dances and he's straight, bro, 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 bro. It's That's so much more than that. Suck. It's so much more than that. Like growing up, like I'd be there in like jeans and a t-shirt. 
and I would see him and he would have like bo- he would have bowling <laughs> shoes and like corduroys and vests. Hey, vest. No, I'm serious. At the time. He pulled it off though, and it was like seeing like that was my first introduction to homosexuality. I mean, um, that was my first introduction to style, right? You know it was not your first gay <laughs> yeah. experience. Shampoo much. I remember so, Soaping up a loofah with you in the shower once. <laughs> Tell this story. Corduroys this, and bowling shoes. I can't get. I asked that. Mike. I asked Mike on the show once. This was like months and months. This is like probably in the first ten episodes of the show. I was like, bro, like when we were talking about, I don't know, we were talking about money or like the the economy. Yeah. It came up, like it came up naturally. I wasn't just like, when did you know you were poor, Mike? But that's like now that I'm trying to bring it back. That's what it seems like. But I was like, when did you realize you were in like? Like you growing up differently than other people because like I don't know what that feels like like mm-hmm. I really don't I mean I do just on the opposite side continue yeah. <laughs> it was when I saw this guy put soap on his loofah we were showering together we were like ten something yeah like yeah, that. yeah some ridiculously young we were age, like right? twenty I don't know it was, <laughs> it was young enough for it to be normal but old enough for us to remember it which is weird yeah I'm used to like taking my loofah a little bit of shit soap. Good to go. <laughs> ben pulls out this loofah. Yeah. Just drowns it. Just soap everywhere. Like half a container of soap in this loofah. I'm going. And he said that was the moment he <laughs> realized he was in a different class. <laughs> Economic class. Yeah. We can serve soap in my house. Oh my God. I would have gotten beat if my mom. Right? I want you to, I want you guys to know though, like. Be, uh, this is how it came up. Now I remember how it came up because I was like, it's so weird. Like, I don't think as a kid, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, in never. In my put, mind, you were rich. But, but, like, you <laughs> never, you, but I would have been older. Were, yeah. right. So, like, when, I'm saying when I was probably the age that you were thinking that, like, it was never like, oh man, my family has money and this other family yeah, doesn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, just like, because when live. you're younger, you your, your yeah. wants are so, like, your needs and wants are so different. So, like, I would go over to the Fine Cannons. Like, I wasn't like, oh, pfft. Look at this place. It was like, hey, there's Kool-Aid and pizza and we play with toys. It's like the same thing we did at my house. Like it was no different. You just had the new video game console. Right. That was that That was was it. it. That was it. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Mike still uses me for his access to video games. He it's likes true. to pretend like he's too cool for him. I, uh, but I'll come and play PUBG any day. My, <laughs> my, my parents are a lot more financially uh, well off than they were when I was growing up. But um, I always had to pack. I, I packed my lunch from when I was like five. And it was kind of around that time when I was like, why do I have to pack my lunch, mom? Like everybody mm-hmm. else, you know, they mm. just get lunch at school. Like, and that was kind of like, gotcha. what I realized yep. like, Oh, well, hmm. I want pizza. <laughs> right? The little rectangle pizzas. They I don't want have, this PB&J. They Fuck. have recipes for the school, Gross. the public school system pizza. Gross. I want to make Dude, it. Not just the square pizza, though. Do you guys remember the Mexican pizza? Yes, it was amazing. That's what I want. The octagon oh, Mexican pizza. Gosh. Let's make Can't it. Can't find it anywhere. Next midnight snack. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, uh, speaking of that, so I will be editing this week. I'll finish up editing um, some new segments for the show, Midnight Snack. So I'll be doing that this week. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have some new stuff. And uh, that's. I got to prep my Midnight Snack for the next one. Yeah, you got to figure out what yours is. I know what mine is. We have plenty of stuff. And honestly, Lane. The one that we shot after you were gone was amazing. What was that one? <laughs> it, was it was a total wreck. Mm. That, but, 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 like, like literally, I think, Good like, wreck. 10 I'm minutes so in. I'm so excited for the bloopers of this one. No, that's what it is. Like, it's bloopers. It is that's all it is. I, like, I turned to Mike, like, halfway through, and I was like, Mike, 
let's do the opposite of what we're doing. Like yeah. we're leaning too much into like, let's get the right take. I was like, let's just let this be craziness. Cause we started sometimes midnight snacks be like that. No, like she was trying to crack an egg and Mike's like, well, no, you have to do it on a flat service instead of a, uh, instead of the corner. And she's like, we could, we started laughing about that. And then like, she's trying to do it. And like, it was just awful. It was so she was awful. Trying to describe this thing that she's never made before. Oh, oh yeah. Ever. So the thing was, like, I wanted it to be like the person that's on. It's their idea. And Michelle was like, "Well, I don't know," because she likes like she likes like when she cooks something, it's like pretty fancy. I was like, "Well, no, no, no. We got to get away from that. Like, it needs to be something similar." Whenever she was singing, and I had looked some stuff up, and one of them was the cloud chips that we were making. So we came to the part where she just has to say like, "All right, we're making this, and this is what's in it." <laughs> So she kept like, couldn't get the words out, couldn't get the words out. So finally I was like, well, Mike, just put the camera on the ingredients and she'll just read them instead of her being on, you know, like whatever. So she says, all right, well, we're here to make, he starts recording and she's like, all right, well, we're here to make, um, you know, cloud chips. And tonight uh, the ingredients you'll need are, and she pauses, she picks it up and turns it to me. It was so, yeah. It's like pepper and goes down. It was so amazing. Like, I don't know if it's going to be as funny to us as everyone else. I don't care. I'm going to put it out there. It was so much fun. It was so wild. It became to so, actually be at midnight eventually. And, yeah. Uh, no, we were we were wrapping up and it was midnight. I left at like 11. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah that's right. I left crazy. at 11. And I was like, fuck, curfew's at 11. I got to get the fuck home. Because <laughs> if they arrest you, you're going to have something in your bloodstream, ain't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's it's not going to be plasma. Yikes. Curfew. Also, we need to start working on the garage, too. Dude, I'm uh, let's start cleaning it out, bro. All right. All right. So, what, you going to do anything for your birthday at we all? Can do your family got anything planned for you? This week? Um, no, just because, like, uh, you know, my grandparents obviously are high risk to get the yep. virus. And yep. I've, you know, I've, I've been honest and upfront with my family. I said, look, like, I have the podcast with people. Like, this yep. is the only interaction I have every week, but I know Lane's working. I know you don't care. So, I'm like, you know, so we, we might do something um, like in May, later in May, just oh, seeing cool. how the time works up. But yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. But I was thinking about taking some of that birthday money and putting it towards stuff for the get garage, And then yeah. we can get a set out there and then we can do all sorts of weird stuff. Gonna play uh, some prog rock. I'll come, I'll come over this weekend. We can start cleaning it up. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, for Mike, for Lane, that's prog to Mike. I'm Ben. And this has been. Another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle podcast. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and a little What's That newscaster that kind of breathes every time he talks. Brokaw. Is it Tom Brokaw? Anyways, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Mixer, um, and of course at thesnapcracklepodcast.com. Again, that is thesnapcracklepodcast.com. Find a lot of really cool ways to support the show and us. We appreciate you. We love you. Stay safe. Stay clean. Wash your hands. Wash your yams. And remember that we love you. We will see you guys next week.